Hey, how's it going? How's it going, Ranga? Um, I am, of course, the magical Mr. Mephisto. Welcome to Rantcast 48. We're going to be talking about Karadran Overlords uh, tonight. Uh, I've got with me this evening a fellow appreciator of alliteration, the hobby hobo Hayden. How's it going, Hayden? Good. It's going well, guys. Going well. So he is coming at us from the Underdark, or from the Upside Down in New Zealand. Uh, so <laughs> you'll have to, yeah, you can see some video yeah, lag because right. of that, but um, yeah, no, nah, we're deep in the colonies, gentlemen, yeah. deep in the colonies, way <laughs> down south. Which I only recently realized, or which I only recently learned, was that like uh, you're still technically uh, beholden to the crown or whatever. Yeah, we are. Yep, yep, we are a constitutional monarchy. We're with a parliament and a prime minister and a governor general and all that shit. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah, see. It just show, goes to show how much Americans learn about the rest of the world. <laughs> like, nothing. Yeah. Virtually yeah, no, nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, um, I actually, um, I've actually got on a, on a fun story about that already, which I want to go into. Oh, so, yeah, no. years ago, my oldest... Rabbit hole yeah, number uh, um, one. So, my oldest... Hey? I said rabbit hole number one, tangent number one. Right on. Let's go. Yeah. No, this is just funny. So, like, a few years ago... When I was a bit younger, because my oldest sister, she got me to wargaming. She's about 11 years older than me. Mm -hmm. So, like, she she was playing World of Warcraft once. And she was, like, on her guild and doing teams and all that. And this dude had no idea where New Zealand was, what, you know, what the fuck it was. It, it was some dude from, like, Minnesota or something. I don't remember. But anyway, like, so I was sitting on her bed while watching her play and having this discussion. And <laughs> she sat there for about three hours describing new zealand to the sky and like she's like she's like right cool so new zealand's a really dark and brooding place and so i was like oh really like yeah like we have the north island which is all the civilized part you know it's where all the cities are then we have the south island we've had to fence it off and, and, and we put all the inbred people from the farms and we put them there and every year we go down and have a culling and i was sitting there like what and this guy was believing this shit it was so funny. He's like, oh, so was that we like they got the inspiration for Gollum? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, my sister, sister just kept a straight face the whole time. She's got a great sense. Of, um, mm. Yeah, it was fucked up. It was bizarre. But yeah, so there you go. Americans, that's some of your, your, your people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, fuck, the same thing about, you know, in New Zealand, man, we have our fucking morons in New Zealand as well. Oh, I, I just... Ooh, Soren, thank you for the nine-month subs, man. I hope you have an awesome Yeah, night. man, good work. Um, thank you so much for that. And yes, I did get the shipping money, which reminds me, before we get too, too, too deep into this, uh, there's, of course, yeah. May. Uh, all throughout the month of May, I'm doing the uh, new player giveaway, Box of Stormcast. Uh, uh, between 1,000 1,500 points. Uh, it's from some of the Star Collecting and some, some of those sets. Um uh, from what was the one with night haunt it, uh, i can't risk so the soul wars box so so it's got all that stuff in it um it is intended for new players new players leave a comment on the youtube video mention you're a new player mention you're interested in the giveaway give me a brief story about what's getting you into age of sigmar uh i am i will also allow you to use the honor system because we all got those spouses friends uh you know cousins or whatever that we're trying to indoctrinate into the game because it is the greatest game in the world uh go ahead and yep. you can enter on behalf of a friend don't be a dick about it you know uh don't just lie to me uh, yeah. on the internet uh i'll, I'll i will know i will know uh yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so so just go ahead and leave a comment um 
And, uh, yeah, I will be giving that, doing a random draw. Uh, Lulu's going to come in here and actually draw a name from a hat per, uh, per request. Uh, and, uh, so I'll be doing that during the ranties. That's going to happen on Saturday, the 6th of, man, what is that? June. Whew. We're already halfway through, mm-hmm. halfway through the year. This is, this is insane. I don't know. So. You're fucked up, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So like, like I said, at the, like I said, at the jump, we're going to be talking about Karadran overlords. Um, we're going to also kind of, uh, sort of revisit a topic I met, uh, I, I talked about a little bit ago. Uh, with Maroc Wolf, uh, Rankast twenty three, we talked about gaming therapy and Beast of Chaos. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna revisit g- g- gaming theory, uh, or sorry, uh, gaming therapy. Uh, Hayden's got his own perspective here, so so I'd love to get into that. Mm. But um, I'd, I'd say we start with with uh, maybe just a little background, a little bit about Karadran. So, so you mentioned that your sister actually got you into 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 Warhammer. Yeah, man. Um, yes, yeah, so, I fuck. Can't explain it. So. Yeah, so she's about 11 years my senior. So um, so when I was a little kid, I grew up around Warhammer. You know what I mean? I grew up with Wargaming. Mm-hmm. I grew up, you, you, I mean, stealing the codexes and stealing the army books from, from a room and skating off to my, my room to hide and re- eat them under the blankets, you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like she used to give me models to paint, that kind of stuff like that, you know. So I literally grew up with, um, with, with, with Wargaming. Um, but I didn't actually really get started properly into actually playing any game until about, god 2000 2001 i think it was okay when um war machine mark one came out and i played war machine for fucking years um okay. and then i just saw oh that's right so what happened was was that my house burnt down oh, no, uh, years ago oh no this was years ago and funnily enough actually it was it burnt down the um the day after i found out my grandfather died and it was the day before i was due to drive down to Gisborne, which is a small town on the east coast of the North Island of New Zealand, to go to go to his funeral, and my house fucking went down around me. Um, so I lost my war machine army. So I got back into. So this after is, that, just horrible, flash. just like back to back. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. oh no, tell a funny story about no, Warhammer, and fine. I'm just sitting here like, oh, brutal. That's what it is. But now, yeah. Um, then I thought I got into Warhammer Fantasy because I always wanted to build a Warhammer Fantasy army, but I never had the you know cash to do it because. Fat, fat, and we definitely wasn't wealthy. Um, so I got into fantasy, but then, and this was literally as the end times were happening. Um, so I built up this huge vampire counts army because I was always a massive fan of undead um, ever since I was a small kid. Um, but then Age of Sigma happened, and at first I was like, "Fuck this! What the fuck?" <laughs> they, they so you're yeah, one of the angry. I had a mess. You, you're one of these those angry grognards. <laughs> I was. I was fucking livid. Um, and then I got into 40k, which unfortunately was in its seventh edition, and that edition was a dumpster fire. That's you know, about right. It was literally. Oh, go uh, on. Finish. Finish your. Uh, it was such a fucking bad edition. It was such a dumb game. Like, and I realized it like towards the end. So I was like, I was playing against guys who were taking like four to five different codexes to a game, and they had fucking Tyranids in their army, and they were playing Tau. I was like, mm. what? Mm. This isn't, you know. And so I was like, nah, fuck this. But then I went down to Games Workshop um, in Wellington, and I was introduced to Age of Sigma because the General's Handbook came out that year. And that weekend, I played my first game, and I spent about six hundred dollars on a beast called Raiders Army, and that was me ever since. 
So, yep. so but, you've been in ever since. See, I, I actually yep, got I've been out, in. I got out of forty hmm? k. I actually got out of forty k about. I think I played into sixth edition and I got out just before seventh ed. So I, I uh, yeah. my my journey is like a lot of a lot of folks where I went uh, Warhammer Fantasy Battle as a kid up through high school. I went away to college. Um, all my models got uh, destroyed in a flood uh, when I. Um, so uh, my grandma threw all my stuff when I went away to college. My grandma threw all my stuff in a storage shed, and that shed flooded, uh, and so I lost all my, uh, my. I had a prolific comic book collection. I mean, I had had. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like I had all the like I, it was it, all gone, all of it destroyed. Um, a, a lot of my uh, I still have a bunch of my rips books from about that time period. Um, some of those I was able to salvage, but you can see they have like the mildew stains on them. The ones that I was able to salvage, they, they still have the mildew stains. So I, I was I managed to save yeah. some of those. Um, so yeah, I went to college. Forty uh, K was the game of the land, so I switched to playing Forty K. And I always yep. there was always that like when you're in high school and middle school like you don't really have like a huge disposable income so like you you no. really gotta like pick your you know pick your shots uh i i played of course undead mm -hmm. uh then undead got yep. split into vampire counts and tomb kings um and i went with vampire yep. counts um but like i i had an interest in playing 40k then because you know i don't know it, I, I don't remember things being so um partitioned like they feel right now like i feel like there really is like yeah like a West Side Story style like rivalry where like 40k players and 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 uh, Age of Sigmar players are just like snapping towards each other in the streets about to get into a yeah. dance fight. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, um, but back then it's like oh yeah like 40k is like the other game that this company makes th that I like and you know I played you know Space Hulk and some other stuff but um, no I always yeah. you know so I so so I didn't like I was always more a Warhammer Fantasy battle guy but. It wasn't like I, I had no interest in 40K whatsoever. So when I went to college, everyone's playing yeah. 40K. I, I have a job now. Like, okay, fine. I'll just go dump some money. I'll, I'll buy some Blood Angels because they're space vampires. It, it tracks. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so I played Blood Angels. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I played Blood Angels up through, uh, you know, Mephiston. It's not. It's it's probably not a coincidence that I my moniker is Mephisto. Although it is from Diablo, uh, it, where... I've told the story about where, uh, Mr. Uh, where my nickname comes from, but uh, yeah, like and subscribe uh, it, down below, and I'll tell you the full story again uh, for my Patreons or oh, whatever. Right. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no, I, I uh, no, I went to uh, no, no. So I, I, I skipped over to forty k. I played forty k, um, until I was about 25, uh, 24, 25. So you know, twenty, you know, my twenties, early twenties were, were all forty k, um, and yep. then. Then I moved, uh, walked into the game store in the area to play 40k, um, mm. played like a couple games. It was the weirdest, like out of body experience. Like it is really difficult to walk into what? a game store. Well, no, it's, it's yeah. just, it's just, it's, it's hard to walk into a game store. Cause you're like, on one hand, like I feel a lot more comfortable now in age of Sigmar. I'll just like, I could walk into any game store, I think in the world and be like, like unfurl my Osiarc Bone Reapers and be like, we want to play a game, and like I think that yeah. experience would be a lot more approachable. But the the landscape of 40k at that time was like, it, that was where I, like I I guess I wasn't aware <laughs> of it then, but I feel like that's where some of the some of that sort of tribe think was beginning to to start was would have been that that sort of mid you know mid mid, yeah. mid to late you know aughts or whatever 
you know, what is that? 2000 yeah. up to the tens or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I think that was yeah. that tribe thing. So, so I remember going in there and then like having to like prove myself to people. And I'm like, motherfucker, I've gamed like my entire life. I'm not proving shit. Like, and so I just like walked out and I, I lost the taste for 40 K. Um, yeah. And, uh, then I met a girl, started a family. Um, I would, you know, I, that wouldn't have been that like, I wouldn't have like parachuted completely out of 40 K. I'd have kept trying, but like around the time you, you meet a girl and you start a family, like you fall out of Warhammer for a while and I got back into it about mm. three years ago, four years yeah. ago about now. So, and mm. then Age of Sigmar was already a thing. So I didn't have that, like where, you know, that yeah. period where they're like, they blew up the world. Mm. I loved like, I'm like, Oh, they blew up the world. Well, that's kind of cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so that, that's a little bit of my, yeah. my journey there. Um, mm. But you said, so you started with Beast Claw Raiders. Yep. But yep. in Warhammer. So in the, um... Oh, go ahead. Eh? Yeah. yeah so... Um, so in the first fucking, like, God. So I got into the game about August 2016. And by the end of the year, I had three 2,500-point destruction armies. Hmm. All bought at New Zealand prices, and that's a lot of fucking money. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, because, like, I don't know, I wanted to try something different. You you know what I mean? I suppose um, it sort of, at the time, matched my personality, and that's I'm a big believer of, at least personally, of that, is that your personality can definitely influence what, what army you choose. I, um, I... I, I, I think that's I think that's gospel. I think that's that's just the truth, man. Um, you're yeah. you're ta- you're essentially putting your personality. You're, you're essentially putting yourself on the table in like a rather literal sense when it comes to Age of Sigmar, yeah. if you ask me. But definitely. So yeah. But um yeah um, so I had Beast Claiders and I was playing them, um doing okay at tournaments. I wasn't doing that great because I've um pretty much from day one, we were playing like um so the story goes is that there was only me. In um in pa- Palmerston North, where where I live, um, which is in the lower central North, North Island, about two hours north of the capital, um, and then I was on Facebook one day and one, and some guy was like, "Hey, um, I'm really keen on getting into Age of Sigma. Does anyone play?" And I was like, "I play," <laughs> and so and that was Sean Tubman from the Notorious um podcast, okay. where, where, which it wasn't around back then. So we got into playing Age of Sigma together. Um, and then after that, we went to our first tournament later, later that year. It was the largest Age of Sigma tournament in New Zealand, and it was 16 players. And then literally in April the next year, we went up to 36. And it just, just kept going from there and there. Um, but yeah, um, so I played Destruction for a while, and then suddenly, which this may as well curtail into our discussion um, topic, um, the KO got revealed. And my eyes went, hmm, my dick went, hmm. And, and, and I was off. Do you mean I was, you know, I had the most epic chub of chubs. You know, it was bizarre. You, you, you know what I mean? I thought I looked at women in a strange way, but fuck. Whew, I was what? sweating. Um, but no, yeah, so that, that video came up, the picture, I was like, yep, fuck it, I'm playing this army. What, so what, uh, what, it was just what everything was about them. What was it? What was, can you can you like quantify it now oh. that you've looked back on KO? What was what was it that with KO? Because you said I think you mentioned death and Warhammer Fantasy Battle, so you fuck yeah, death. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. then then it was like destruction and like what was it about KO? Because this seems uh, this doesn't like this is a fun little journey yeah. for me. Like I, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. No, um, I'm a, I'm an all over the place dude. You know what I mean? I've got ADHD. I'm fucking all over the place. You know, I'm literally a firecracker in a wet meat suit you know so 
I'm literally just yeah. Um, but I'm like, I'm, when I see something that, that, that I like, I really like it, and I get really obsessed with. Um, it was just everything about them, you know. It was the look of them. It was the lore, you know. They were interesting. They were steampunky. They shoot shit. They're grumpy. I'm grumpy, you know. They they like money. I wish I had money. But like, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, um, it was yeah. just everything about them, and I just completely fell in love with them. Um, and also the fact that they were different from fantasy. Yeah. You know, when the dwarves were dying out, the elves were dying out, you know, everything was doom and gloom, which I'm a big fan of. I'm a big fan of grim, dark and depressing because that's right. just me. Right. But it was the fact that these guys were prospering and they were growing and they were powerful. They weren't always on the back foot, which is what I really didn't like about fantasy lore was the fact that, that everyone was always on the back foot yeah. against chaos. Well, you know, I don't like that. So, well, there's, you know, there's so a, that, that finality, that, that, that finality or that, that, uh, you know, that I, I think that that just kind of can, can taint the game a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, like 40 K stagnated. It's, it's, it's meta plot forever because if they advanced anything, the world just ends. Like basically Tyranids consume everything. Cause like they were going to win. Like, <laughs> um yeah. hot take yeah um it, like they, they like it, it, you can't go like i love the dark themes but you can't go that like fatalistic you just you can't do it no like, you can't you can't or else you're just gonna end up being a creed album you, you know what i mean that's <laughs> you know <laughs> creed album wow the deep, the a, deep a cuts wallowing here. of just sh shittiness well, you know what i mean I mean, so it's more on this point. I do think Age of Sigmar has kind of struck a balance between having that, like, grim, dark, yeah. gritty, things are kind of fucked, mm. but, like, then still making their armies seem heroic and cool and, like, they're kicking ass. Yeah. And, like, um, Even though they're all doing terrible things. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I mean, they're, they're, like, K.O.R., I mean that's that's that that's that GW like spark, you know. That that's that G, GW cynicism yeah. and 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 humor. That's just part that's just who they are. Yeah. Um you mm. know, this you know, this isn't like high fives and and daisies like the the game. No. But but I like the no, um no. I like that they kind of have that like it, 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 there's more of a, her, a heroism I think to to the game. Even Naga yeah. even like Nagash and 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 uh pretty famously I'd say Archeon like their 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 tomes are just propaganda that like they've these guys have figured it out and what they're doing is righteous yeah. and awesome. Like even beasts of chaos, like their tome is like, uh, we were here first, uh, then then all yeah, these assholes guys. showed up and we want to burn it down. Like it's, 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 get off yeah, our lawn. Yeah, like get off our lawn. And it's like, yeah, you're right, burn it down. Like I <laughs> like I love that about Age of Sigmar that like yeah. That it's not that yeah I don't know I think that's that's pretty sweet real quick before we jump back on here R Ranga said something addressing what we mentioned a little bit earlier which is a uh, personality yep. is one of the biggest influences it's why two armies may play mm -hmm. similarly but the player basis for those for the two can be very different types of people oh 100 percent like I think you put your own yeah you you infuse your you know if you want to just run across the table and scream you know even if your army's more of a control style well think of orcs orcs are a classic example of this. You don't have to play yeah. alpha with with orcs, especially with the Warclans book. You no, can you can play not. a beta strike. You can play kind of a, a green carpet style control with uh, if you go bone splitters. You know, like there's a lot. There's a different play styles within that book. There's it's a very robust book. But a lot, I mean, a lot of people want to just they just want to smash shit, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's 
that's part of what yeah. makes us such a fervent fan base is because we do get to put our own spin not just on how the army looks but how the army plays so definitely mm. but um yeah i love ko but um i don't know it's weird thing that i've owned a lot of armies in between which is why i'm called the hobby hobo i see well what, what i call myself the hobby hobo there's a bit of a story there mm. but um yeah i've owned different heaps of different armies but in the end i've always come back to ko um yeah so they're my one love. Your true love. Yeah, yeah, your true love. Well, it's like, I, I always refer to it as having, like, a summer home or a vacation home. I think it's okay to have, like, a vacation yeah. home or a summer home type army. You know, you got the cabin mm. up north that you go visit every now and then. But, like, your, your mm. home is going to, you know, usually people tend to have, like, that one army that just clicks with them. Or they're in search of that one army yeah. that clicks with them. And then once they find it, then you're like, boom, that's it. Um but like yeah. you love KO so much that you actually started your own like you started a podcast or rather you you wanted uh, I personally haven't listened yeah. to it yet but but you're about to make me a believer um oh, Aethercast cool. on Podbean here you every yep. episode is just KO like you have that much yeah. to say about KO it, it's it's fascinating but why don't you tell me a yeah, little bit from um, your perspective about Aethercast Yeah so it started off cuz um Way back in the day when KO first came out, I, I looked on Facebook instantly looking for a KO page, and there was about 10 dudes there. And it was the first one. I jumped in, and they made me the ad. Um, because back then, we had enough P, P people in the group then to do admins. For oh, sorry, man. You cut out. Hey, Kicker. How's it going, my friend? Uh-oh. There's that, that, uh, that upside-down internet. <laughs> Um, well, we'll see if he drops back in. Um, luckily I've had this thing that I've been wanting to talk about for a little bit here. Uh, so I was looking at, a uh, uh, rather, uh, Kyle, uh, from, from the, the pants mafia. Uh, he sent me a message today, uh, in, in, uh, just a DM, uh, bringing my attention to the, uh, Azerheim crier article today. So it's got like, you know, it's like a propaganda, like Warhammer community site. They kind of do these like weird propaganda things uh, that are pretty rad. Um, I like the humor of it all. Um, so they did this one where it's like, uh, you know, where's Malarian? If you go on and like read it, it says, uh, you know, you know, Malarian has vanished seemingly without trace, so on and so forth. And then it talks about how like Eckerd, uh, Tresca, the person who who wrote the article, uh, died and was exsanguinated essentially, like died without any blood. And uh, my brain immediately went, "Are Malarian elves going to be vampire elves? Because that would be freaking metal." Oh yeah, it gives like really good flavor and fluff and, and personality to the world. There, um, I'm gonna have to call him back. I think, um, but I. I I got instantly excited thinking that it might be, uh, uh, thinking that it might be sort of like implying that, implying that it's, uh, that they're like vampire elves. Wouldn't it? And you could do this, this gold, this gold faction that people keep talking about where they play order versus, uh, where they could be order, uh, or... Where they could be order or um or death, I think that'd be really sweet. 
Don't root good vampires with elves. <laughs> Look. Hey, I'm back. all right. Yeah, we got you back. I, I was just sitting there talking the whole story for like five. <laughs> Where so, did I cut out? It's okay. I I uh, I filled the dead air with my uh with my vampire elves theory. Um <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't no. know it happened. No, I had no, no, no idea. Internet. No, it, it uh yeah, that's that up uh, that's that upside down internet. Um yeah, so so you actually where you cut out you were talking about the Facebook group, uh, you know, the size of the group yeah. early on, you were made admin. That's kind of where you cut out. Okay, yeah. Um I don't know if I'm finishing it, but, but but essentially I brought in some more admins, guys who were very vocal on the page, guys who were either competing well or just were re really passionate about the army. So I so I invited those guys in. Um Alexander Cron from Cancon Fame. Mm -hmm. Um I was that guy in the Twitch screen going apeshit when he was on game five. Oh, sorry, game six, about about to win the tournament. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, I need this guy as an admin. So I did. I made him an admin. Um, and then after that, we decided to make a podcast. And the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, and you, again, you, you dive into, like, KO pretty, pretty constantly. So I have to imagine, how long has the podcast been running, first of all? Oh, God. I think it's like... I'm pretty sure it's coming up to two years, eh? Okay. I mean, I'll have to ask the guys, because I've got a shit memory, obviously, so... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, that's, um, that's a long time to be talking KO. I've been so, the so, so you're talking KO even through the sort of, like, the the sort of recession. <laughs> you know, they're capitalist uh, yeah. sky, sky, uh, sky pirate types. So uh, I think recession's yeah. a funny uh, funny turn of phrase for them. Yeah, Um. so you play them kind of through mm -hmm. this... this you know, essentially, right right around two point is when KO just yeah. that was the problem. So, but you were still covering them then. Yeah, yeah, uh, we've been covering them since yeah for a while. Um, so um, because back in the day when I had my first KO army, which I sell later on, um, I did pretty well with them. Um, I came fourth in an event, uh, got best painted at that event. Um. But, um, yeah, like, I don't know, like, the army was, you know, because the thing is that we, we, we're just a group of dudes who love KO, and we're so passionate about the army that we just want to dig into it, because there is a lot there, both mm -hmm. law, models, tactics, you name it. But back then, there was a bit of a problem, because there was really only one competitive option, which was the Crown Cup. Um, but there were other outliers of dudes, um, like, for example, Cancron, his list, um, was good. It, it was amazing list, and it was different. It wasn't just you know like eighteen sky rigger units, so nine engine riggers, nine sky wardens. It was had twenty thunderers in it and a frigate, you know, and some evocators. You know I mean you never saw that shit? Um, so we wanted to really dive into that. But um, yeah, no, um, because in the end, KO is going to stay. We we know that because they're not just going to go nah, fuck off. You, right. you, you know what I mean? To, to, to the whole army. Yeah, they're not going to get squatted. Yeah. 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 This is this is one of the. Yeah, so... Go on. I'm sorry. I keep I keep stepping on your toes here. Um... <laughs> no, 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 no. Carry on. I was done. The the KO is I think they they're really, for me, when I first started playing, I was still playing you know Grand Alliance. I was playing Grand Alliance Death because uh, LOM yeah. the, the book hadn't quite come out yet. That that book came out yeah. basically while I was building my army. Is so that to give you an oh, idea what when, and clown car was was the army 
You know, there's a bunch of the armies, but in terms of beating my army, Clown Car was the yeah. army. Um, and so, like, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so, so, I mean, it, when when they were kind of announced to be coming, quote unquote, coming back, getting their their new battle tome, I I, I noticed a mm-hmm. bunch of Death players like kind of like clam up a little bit. They're like, oh no, not Clown Car again. And I was like, no, no, bring <laughs> it on again. Like I'm ready. The whole reason I ran Black Knights was because. Uh, because of clown cars, oh! actually. So, yeah. like, just, just here's oh. 20 wounds of, of 12-inch, uh, like, 12-inch, uh, can't fail a 6-inch charge, like, Black Knights. Just, uh, here you go. Yeah. Like, now you can't shoot yeah. my important shit. Like, just gonna push this into your everything. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I also ran two more gas, and they blew up 26 Arcanaut Company. That was pretty fun. Oh! Um, <laughs> When you keep it, they're making them like a private safe, so it's not that hard to do. But... Oh no, but two <laughs> models killed 26 Argonaut Company. <laughs> like, just. That's disgusting. I hope you feel bad about it. No, no, I don't feel bad about it at all. Uh, more souls for, the, for Nagash. Um, <laughs> um, G Dad, thank you so much for gifting that, that, that sub out there. Um, but yeah, like it was. Man. Yeah, I mean, I, I I view KO, and and when I see, like, an army that, like, quote-unquote beats my army, uh, I, like, I, yeah. there's that gif uh, from Kung Fu Panda where he's like, oh, the Dragon Warrior, finally our battles will be legendary, you know? That's how I, I view, yeah. like, especially, like, a rival. The KO is essentially our arrival for, for my army at this point. You know, they're, uh, yeah. you know, uh, it, Nagash is, is, is perfectly executed like socialism <laughs> like um, sure. yep, is, whereas uh and ko are, are like ultra capitalist guy yeah so it's yeah a... <laughs> well like yeah like it's weird though because i'm not a big fan of ultra capitalism on the political scale i'm more of a oh god what, what, what am i the age-old question you know looking in the mirror with if you're fucking mo mohawk it's pink whatever <laughs> no um i'm a i'm more of a social de- democrat i'm not a democratic socialist and i'm not a socialist you know so i like bits of socialism mixed with bits of capitalism because it's worked in new zealand you know right. and that, that's all i can say is in new zealand so it's weird that i play an army of ultra capitalists meritocracy money grubbing fucks who love guns? Yeah, but like it's in, pretty in, much America and Age of Sigma. Yeah, that's what it is. KOR America. It's true. They love money. It's they true. love it's guns. True. Yeah, it's and true. I'm sorry. I'm not saying that all Americans just love guns. No, no, no. It's fantastic. But, yeah, no. I mean, they love guns. They're an oligarchy. You, you know all that. Shit. <laughs> they, they even what like have, they even abuse their own constitutions like constantly and like yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they warp it to their own. Yeah, yeah, they're they're warping to the ultra conservative one. Yeah, they warp it to their own. Yeah, and then there's like the one, which really likes to keep it traditional. And those your evangelicals. There you go. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fantastic. This this tracks. No, I I think um, I think there's something to be said for we talked about like putting your personality on the table. Inversions of your personality are valid too. You know, like inverting Definitely. ones. Per- like I'm, I'm, uh, I, you know, I usually take on like more of a heel persona and you know, like <laughs> evil. But I'm, I'm like a dirty, bleeding heart, like super compassionate, nice guy. 
Um, I find the humor yeah, in in a fantasy trope where like you have this this character who hates free will and like like it's the it's the Doctor Horrible sing along <laughs> blog where he's like he's like mankind is a plague and I must rule it. <laughs> Like it just—I yeah. find that funny, you know. Like I just find that stuff funny. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's cutting deep. Definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what, what, what I love about KO. Um, but you're yeah, coming into two point Oh fuck! It, it was a fucking nightmare. Um, I mean, the KO page before. I think this happens with every single re-release of a book. Yeah, I mean, there is the camp that's really positive about it, mm-hmm. which is the guys that I usually like. And then, and then there's the guys who are ultra negative about it without actually seeing the book and having it in hand. Mm-hmm. And so we had dudes, you know, even very well-known dudes. And I'm not going to call Tom out because I <laughs> like Tom a lot. He's actually, I like Tom a lot, but fuck, he's a grump about KO. And it, and he doesn't need to be. Um, but, but but anyway, and, you know, but, you know, yeah. Um, and those guys were very vocal mm-hmm. and they still are very vocal. It's just their right. It's their opinion. I'm not saying that they're wrong um yeah um there was just heaps of that shit and so i was deleting abusive comments almost on the hour from dudes who were just getting really butthurt about toys for soldiers and i had to remind them so many times look guys we are a bunch of adults mostly men playing with toy soldiers mm-hmm. aka fucking midgets in armor in a fantasy realm flying around sky ships and we laugh and we cry about rolling dice with our toy soldiers don't take it so seriously. There's really no requirement. Well, like, um, I... And these guys were just fucking losing it. Oh, God. But then when guys actually got the book in their hands, they started reading it. They're like, oh, actually, this is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. So don't be a fuckwit about it. Well, like, I, <laughs> you know? I, um, I, I, there, I, I, I go back and forth on this a lot. You know, the don't take it too seriously. It's just a game. Um, yeah. Like, I naturally take things seriously that I invest my time into. So I understand uh, oh, being yeah, emotional about yeah. it. So I, I do get it, but I, I, as someone who struggles to, as someone who struggles with constantly taking things so seriously, I, you know, started a podcast about games and I, uh, you know, I, I, I'm heavily in, in, invested in games. I've made money playing in yeah. tournaments uh, for like competitive video gaming. Like I, I, uh, like it, it's hard for me to remind myself it's just a game and to like step back. Yeah. The thing I I usually well, rem- the the thing that kind of saves it for me often is telling myself the game should be fun and reminding myself to have yeah. fun. And if I'm not having fun, yeah. what am I? Why am I committing to this thing that doesn't that I don't have fun with anymore? The League of Legends fallacy. Yeah, exactly. You know, like League of Legends. Yeah, I can have fun with League of Legends. But 90% of the time, I am not having fun playing that game. So why the fuck would I keep yeah. playing it? At some point, yeah. you know, like like that reminding yourself that you should be having fun with stuff. And, uh, you know, you mm-hmm. don't, like, you don't owe your time to any game company or any army. Any army. Like, just, you know, find what you love and, and play with it. And I understand the, man, I used to love KO and now I just hate this. Like, ah, like I, I, I get that. I feel that, man. I was. Oh, I get. I get the yeah. same thing happened to but LON was, when they over nerfed GGR, and then they went oh through. They nerfed. Uh, they they. Uh, I'm sorry. They adjusted necromancers, dogs, Nagash. Like they just went through. My entire army was just not like I had to go out and buy a whole new army practically. And I'm like, 
Oh, Jason. Like, the, the, like, I get it. I was just three months of just being the most morose human ever because I'm like, I can't play the thing I loved the most anymore. Um, so I mm-hmm. get it. I truly get it. I don't have a solution. I just, no. but I do mm-hmm. think it's important to remind yourself to have, to, to have fun. And that, that's just my only takeaway is like, try to find ways to have fun. And, and, and where I draw the line is shitting on other people's fun. Apart from crushing you on the table, like I will destroy you and, and ruin your fun that yeah. way. But yeah, well, yeah, that's fine. But <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I mean. But yeah, there is no need to be a dick to others, and that was the main issue yeah. on the Facebook page. Right. Guys were just getting ratty and bitchy, yeah. and I don't stand for that shit. You know what I mean? I don't stand for bullying of any type. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I was. Well, but anyway, yeah. Well, no. So, so now, so now, like Ko, you know, you had this sort of dark ages, this dark period for Ko there, right around 2.0's release. Um, you know, this this yeah. army was essentially body, bottoming out in the statistics too. Um, yeah. Well. Yeah. And and uh, and uh, you know, there was there was some competitive things you could do with it, but for the most part, like it just the representation wasn't there. Um, and now, Ko, the Ko book comes out. There was that period of derision, like you said. Apparently, uh, mm-hmm. what the WhatsApp group was just chaos as well with just this. Like... Uh, it was fucked because I'm on it, and it was fucked. It was, it was a nightmare. But but now <laughs> absolute I, nightmare. So so you had like you had this dark, the sort of dark ages. Then you had this like sort of period of revolt, and now the book's been out for mm-hmm. a little bit. We've been in you know our various states of like quarantine. Mm-hmm. So I yep. feel like. KO had just finally gotten out the gates. It was just, you know, CanCon. Uh, the KO book was legal for CanCon, as I recall. Um, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. So, so like, you, you had, like, kind of these first early tournaments where KO was, was finally updated. They're out there. Um, and then we kind of had, like, this false start. Now we're all, like, waiting again. Where do you think KO do come out? Like you said, what what do you think, and what do you think quarantine and this time to just kind of sit here and think about them is going to do for them? Yeah, um, I have had, um, I, I've actually thought about that quite a lot, um, especially with the release of Seraphon. You know, those guys have had, well, I wouldn't say absolutely no chance because they've got tabletops to simulator, but I mean, it doesn't truly matter until they're all national for physical table. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, um, I think KO have got a lot of legs and got a lot of potential. The thing is with um, KO now is that, and what I think a lot, a lot of us as KO players have struggled to deal with since the first book, is the play styles completely changed. Everything about the army has changed. You know I mean, no, no longer is it a one one hit alpha strike mm-hmm. and then just mopping up after. That isn't how the army plays. The army is, um, and, and this has been said many times by Vince Ven- Ventrella, all these d- d- different dudes. Yeah. The army is a surgical knife, mm. right? So you're so you're literally trying to take it. So this is how, how I assess it and how I've been subsequently taught how to play the army by my mate, mm-hmm. um, who is the only person in the world to take an army, to, sorry, sorry, to take KO to a first place, Sean Tubman. Mm-hmm. Um, he decided to be KO, much to my dismay. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so like literally, you have to take apart your opponent's army because you haven't got the power. Okay, because you've got a lot of firepower. You know, KO is a shooting army, mm-hmm. but you don't nearly have enough of it to deliver that um, to deliver that alpha strike. So right. you've really got to pick your plays and you've really got to pick your deployment. You've got to pick where you're going to take apart and what you're going to take apart. So you need to focus fire a lot 
and a lot of that comes down to positioning, um, comes down a lot to your ranges, um, your your little miniature buffs that, that you've got. You've really got to pick where, where they go mm-hmm. at the right time. Well, um, other... And if you get that right, you're going to do well. If you make one simple, simple mistake, you're fucked. You know, so it, it, it's a high risk for high reward army. It's a high skill floor. Very, very high skill floor army. It's a very high skill floor army. Hmm? Uh, I just said it's a high skill floor army. Um, oh no, are we about to lose you again? No, I think you're good. No, I'm still here. Hi. Uh, the other thing that you, you, you kind of were pointing out here is um, you have to know others' armies. You have to know what's, what yeah. you need to remove in another person's army to make their house of cards fall down. And I, that's another yep. layer of skill that not every army requires. You know, play the table, right, is usually how, what I would tell people to just... That's the first thing you need to learn how to do is just learn how to play the table, right? Well, now you've added this another tier exactly. of, like, not only do I need to know how to play the table, the missions, my deployments, I need to know what... I need to know the go, like, the go power of other people's armies now. Whereas... Yeah, You know, I, I play a lot of armies where, like, I have my game plan, and I almost don't even look at the opponent's army. I just execute my game plan. You know, I'm going to do this, I'm mm. going to do this, I'm going to move here, I'm going to do that. Like, I just know, and then I'm going to close the trap on them. Uh, uh, that thing could yeah. kill my thing? Okay, I'll avoid that thing. Like, or I'll, or, I'll, or I'll lock it down with some, you know, chaff or whatever. Like, and just, like, going through my game plan. In order to, to maximize mm. KO's power, it, it's not just this vague... This is my plan. Chaff that, beat that. Blah, blah. No, you really have to know the linchpins of other people's armies and what to focus. You really do. Um, so, like one of the first things that you really need to do, um, because I mean, it's still pretty hard to figure out what list is the best, and that's what I don't like as well. Is saying that there is only one list. There is never just one list because every single country's meta is different. Mm. You know, what I mean, New Zealand's meta is different to Australia's, and but both of our meters are vastly different to the US, the UK, or Europe. You know what I mean? Cool. Um, so, yeah, so your list that you won at a tournament in New Zealand might not do well against a tournament in the UK. You know what I mean? Well, they're... so, yeah, so I've been struggling to find a happy me- medium where I think a list or a couple lists well. And I've already made a couple lists. Sean Tubman made a fantastic list. Um, which I've used a couple times. Um, I ha- haven't won with it yet, but <laughs> that's just because I play with. No, I'm not because um my low local group we're a v- v- very small group of local dudes in Palmy. Probably only about four or five of us, maybe six of us, actually play regularly. Mm-hmm. But we're all competitive players. You know, I've got the likes of Sean Tubman, Seth Cook, aka Goomboss. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're both well, they're, they're all masters level players, mm-hmm. and I play against them a lot. So. You know I mean, so I lose a lot of games, even today, you know. Right. But they're also the best whetstones one could possibly have around to, to sharpen your... Exactly. You know. Yeah. I never care about losing a game because it's lessons that I can learn for next time. And it makes me better at events. If I lose a lot of games back home, that means that I can use those lessons and refine the way that I use my army mm-hmm. so that I can win at events or at least try to win at events. Right. Right. I've only proven that right once because I only got fourth once in an event because the last two or three years of my life has been, been a bit shitty, but that's a whole different story. Right. Um, yeah. Like, um, yeah. And in, well, in the past couple of years, I've only been to one event and that was it. Oh, I like actually. And one, what one day, 
with Beast of Chaos last year. Stage. Well, it's all turning around now because you're on Rantcast, so... Uh... <laughs> Yay! Hey. Yeah. Life is better now. Yeah, Not life is better now. This there. show about tiny plastic men. <laughs> yeah, bro. I fucking love it. It's great. Um, no, I, I think um, I mean there's some standout stuff in KO. Um, I know the, the the read is that it's kind of it's kind of got like um, uh, you know the the oneless mentality is something that's taking over. Um, you know there's that there is the list quote unquote. Um. That yep. is a mentality that permeates every army, though. We all think that yeah, there's, there's every faction and every player in this game yeah. thinks that there's the list. And I would be really, yeah. I, I encourage people to, to, to maybe not focus so much on the list as your list. Um, you know, yeah. we, we do these like list review shows every now and then. I've been on a couple. Um, I just did one with uh, Brendan for. Uh, for the tournament that we did three uh, the the theoretical tournament that didn't happen we did some list analysis yeah it's like cool you know there you you can compare points on things and go this is the best unit right in a book you can Mm -hmm. we 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 have a a knack pardon me we have a knack for doing that but like sometimes you look at a list and you go well why does he run this unit that's not the most ideal unit and you, you you can see and you meet these players who they they take something that doesn't look like statistically is the best, but it fits their playstyle in a way that it gives them like power, like it gives them like some yeah. extra power piloting their list. You know, I I I, exactly. I I like to use my Black Knights as an example. Like what I was using Black Knights to do. This is you know pre Night Haunt and stuff like that. Like just pushing them into people's faces and saying you're going to waste time over there in an army that was traditionally yep. very slow. Like, hmm. I mean, you know, so you look at it and you go, but nothing else in my army does that job. So I'm going to take black knights. And I'm going to catch people out. And they're not, they're going to, the, the, for one calendar year, I saw the look of surprise on people's face when they found out their lances went to damage too, when they charged <laughs> just one entire year of people going, Oh, it's, you know, Oh, that was 10 damage, not five. Like just yep. watching their, their face for one calendar year. I'm like, you know, you yeah. got to think about like how are you going to use it? Is is that it's a lot harder to it's a lot harder to put that into perspective for people when they're building their list. You want to have a good core list, you know, optimal units designed well, good synergy, so on and so forth. But at some point, you've got to go, how am I going to use this list? And that's the yeah. uh, unfortunate reality we live in right now, where unless you're on Tabletop Simulator. You're not getting in a whole lot of the how. Well, how do I use it? You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I recently had the opportunity to play some games because um, New Zealand's just come has just dropped down a lockdown. Yeah, I saw your. Level two. I saw your mocking, yeah. your mocking and taunting posts and photos all over Twitter. <laughs> I didn't mean just it, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, fucking Americans, look at what I'm doing right now. Like it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the exact no, words yeah, of one yeah, of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yes. Yeah, so, so I had two games. Um, I lost both, funnily enough. Uh, but obviously, that's going to happen. You, you know what I mean? Rust. Especially because I play against competitive guys. Yeah. Ring I wouldn't rust. call it rust. I'd call it. I'd call me being an idiot. Um, but most of the time. <laughs> All right. Um, this way it is. But no, yeah, no. Um, the thing is that I used the list the way I was meant to use it. I remembered most of my rules because obviously I forgot some. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did what the army was meant to do. It's just that I made some tactical mistakes, and I'm more than willing to say, yeah, I did. 
You know what I mean? Um, so, for example, in my first game, I was playing against Heat Knights. I gave him the first turn. I shouldn't have given him the first. Also, no, I like I took the first turn. I should have let him take the first turn so that I could have gotten more points. In my second turn, oh, sorry, in my second game, I should have taken first turn and then moved on to the objectives so that he couldn't come up to me and smash my face and take all the Because I was playing more tribes in my second game against three Stonehorns. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> but no, yeah. Um, but apart, apart from that, I was more than happy just to get out and play some games and see, see my mates again because I haven't seen them. God, I haven't seen them for like six to seven weeks. So, yeah. See, my nah, um, yeah, it was good. See, I, I, I wonder, I, I'm, fantas- I'm at this point where I'm fantasizing about what those first tournaments and those first games are going to look like for people once they get out of... Like, are, are people even going to care about winning? You know, like, even like the heart, like the nah. most hard-nosed, some of the most hard-nosed competitive players... Obviously, if there's a win condition, I want to win. But, like, would I yeah. even care? Like, I, at this point, I just feel like I would be happy to just, like, to just, like, measure where a model goes physically. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, oh, man, like, like, and then to just roll, like, a bunch of dice and cast my spells. Like, I could just, I fantasize about just playing again and just being in the, and that, that, the physicality and, like, of, of like, a friend and, or a rival or whatever and just like rolling dice. Yeah. Like, will I even care if wearing... I beat them? Like will I even care or will I be Are you so caught a gimp up in the moment? I'm sorry, what was that? Are you wearing a gimp suit in these fantasies blind chat? Um <laughs> only about half of them. <laughs> only about half of them. But that's because I like the way the gimp suit brings out my eyes. Yeah, there you go. You have to look for these things in the gimp suit. I like the arseless chat ones. You know, yeah. where, where I can just bear my hairy ass to the world and be like, there it is, deal with it. <laughs> now touch me. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. Anyway, carry on. No, no, no. I, I just, um, I, I think that, like, um, well, gaming is, for me, gaming has always been, like, uh, you know, an escape. I say one of the reasons I love Age of Sigmar the most okay. is because whilst I'm a serial escapist, um, I will read books and play all kinds of games. The minute I come home from work, it's headphones go on, music goes on. I just, I just am at all times. I'm trying to escape reality. The reason I love Age of Sigmar is because it is an escape that connects me to people, as opposed to disconnect disconnects me from people. The way all yeah. my other like escapist vices disconnect me from everybody. And we've had this sort of forced disconnect right now. So I just, uh, you know, I, hmm. I, I think it's. I think it's really made us appreciate things a little bit more, but like game has games have always been important to me, and I I, I you know the, this episode's got you know I'll just I'll just uh, hit the hit hit the nail on the head here I'll be I'll be on the nose about it, but uh you know like games as therapy is is not it it is something that I I I am conscious of that I play hmm. games and they make me happier you know I play games you know sometimes things go wrong. Uh, I'm having a shit day and I'm like, you know what? Uh, I can't like beat up my boss physically. Uh, I mean, I could, but that wouldn't solve my problem. So I'm going to go play a game where beating up stuff does solve the problem. If my skeletons beat up their dwarves, then I win. (laughs) Like, and then I, you know, like where you have these, you know, where you're able to kind of project a little bit and you're, you're able to like go and play this game and like, just get out some of this, you know, just get in a different headspace really. But for yeah, you, like, I guess, yeah. yeah, I mean, you actually kind of pitched the, pitched the, 
uh, pitched this topic. So I'm I'm curious where, you know, why you why you wanted to talk about it, what your experience is with it, that sort of thing. Well, I wanted to talk about it because um, I saw a little bit um, earlier earlier on. Um, I think it was an honest wargamer or something like that thing, um, talking about why P people do play Warhammer and why they enjoy it so mm-hmm. and and heaps of them as in the vast majority of them we're talking about exactly what you're talking about you know either they've got some sort of mental health disorder or issue um you know what I mean something's happened to them and they use it as a means of therapy and I thought that there's something because it seemed to me that a very large demographic of our community do suffer from mental health issues or so on so so so, so forth um and um i think it's a good thing that people are speaking out about it because i mean obviously with me you know i'm prepared to say say this online right now i suffer from from mental health issues even though i may not portray it um because i make a conscious effort not not too much but that's just me um and i'm like you you you, you, i mean sometimes the world just gets a bit too much and so i have to jump on jump jump at this very desk right now and paint my shit you know, I need to sit down and read a book on my phone, um, an AOS novel or listen to an audio book. And that comes from me as a child as well, because, I mean, I didn't have a very happy childhood. Mm-hmm. So um, wargaming and just the very world of it, even though I could never afford to buy any models, really. I mean, yeah, I got the occasional couple when I had when I did get pocket money, I would go down to the shop and get some. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, you know, I just used to read my sister's old books that she left behind when she moved out. You, you know what I mean? I used to read them and mm-hmm. it used to transport me to a different world that was away from the world that I was li- living in back then, which wasn't yeah. a very happy place. Um, and so, but obviously since then, that's carried forward to now mm-hmm. where, you know, but now that I know and I've been diagnosed, you know, now that treatment hasn't really worked for me either. So I tried antidepressants. It didn't work for me. Um, I tried going to a psychologist for free through through my work, which is great. The, my workplace has always been a on oh, sorry a on the spot with support in regards to this stuff. Um, they got me free counselling, um, but that sadly didn't work. I even tried electromagnetic therapy, where they were trying to rewire the pathways in my brain hmm. to try and stop me from sinking back into depression and anxiety, but it didn't work. So I've had to find my own ways of coping and my own ways of pretty much, you know, um, self-treatment. And through that, it's wargaming. Um, and that's why I always, I always strive so hard in my wargaming, um, whether it be painting or playing, is that it, it's literally what makes me happy. And my son, obviously. <laughs> right. And, and my family, you know what I mean? Um, because um, we have a thing where I work, it's the four pillars um for mental health and that's spirituality um i, I fucking forgot them. yeah so spirituality mental health fa- family health and physical health um but obviously even though my job requires me to be physically fit i don't enjoy it <laughs> i hate exercise <laughs> but i'm fit enough to do it yeah. right yeah. you know um and for spiritually i don't have a religion anymore so fuck that off but that can also mean you know, but spiritual health can also mean having a hobby. You know, I've got my family, I've got my son, and yeah, mental health isn't there yet, but we'll get there. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But I'm um, not. Yeah. Um, so I, I just think it's a good thing that everyone is being that a, a lot of people are very being very vocal about it, which is what we need to have. You know, I mean, we need to talk about this shit, or else people die. 
and I'm, I'm so, so, so sorry to take this into a very serious vein, but it's true. Yeah. If people are bothered up, they fucking die. And that's not good. And we want avoid that, especially in our community where it's a very social community and we can work together to help each other. You know, so if, if you do identify a dude who is going through some shit in your community, reach out to him, ask him, hey man, do you want to have a game? Should we have a hobby session sometime? Yeah. Because the way the way that I see it is that you're not, because a lot of the time people with mental health issues, they don't want to ask for help. And so if they think that you're trying to help them, they will say, no, nah, no, nah, I'm busy doing this or I'm busy doing that. But if you paint it as a war game, they'll probably go, yep, I'm keen. Right. And they'll come out with you. You know what I mean? Right, right. That's a all over the place, but yeah, that's how I. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you, a lot of what you're saying is resonating with me. It's not, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a lot. You're probably not surprised to, to know that it's not very different from from how I grew up and stuff. Like I, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't have a good childhood either. Um, I escaped into gaming. Um, that's what I did. I wrote stories and I consumed stories. To, that was anything that yeah. wasn't wasn't where I was. Um, I had a mm -hmm. particularly bad week this last week, and I was yeah. I had committed to early on. I mean, this is this is pre rant cast. This is this is a, as a Twitch streamer, uh, just a general Twitch streamer. Uh, I had committed to this mm. to to mental health visibility as a uh, cause. I don't know. It seems weird to call it a cause, but just as a as a choice. Um, yeah, because. I saw other folks in, in actually the D and D community, uh, kind of adopting, you know, mental health visibility as like a, I don't know, a cause seems like yeah. the wrong word, but, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, and, and, yeah, and, and it, it, it realized it's, it's hard because there's a stigma around mental health. Um, we have this notion yeah. for some reason that your brain isn't a physical component of your being, which is always weird to me mm -hmm. because it exists just like I can get a broken bone. You know, yeah. you don't see my bones, but they're every bit as physical as my brain. Like the difference is, we mm. don't wear a cast on our on our head when we're struggling with mental health. Where you wear a cast when you've broken your arm, that's how people know you broke your arm. So the only way anyone's yeah. gonna know something's going on in your head is if you say it. Um, and then yeah. it's it's hard because you don't want you you know you don't want to burden people and you don't want to like. You, you don't yeah. want to feel like you're whining and you don't want to feel like there's all these things that like when you when you're in that like the head well when i'm in that mental health space that i get into uh you know i have depression anxiety my mom was bipolar i feared for a long yeah. time i was bipolar um i was never diagnosed with bipolar just just good old depression and anxiety and insomnia um i yeah. i don't take meds because for my insomnia i have to basically double dose and the com there wasn't a combination of drugs they could put me on where I didn't feel like I was in a haze every day. And yeah. I, like it, it was, it was bad. I tried through my, you know, college and t uh, my mom tried counseling and stuff in high school, middle school, my various aunts and uncles that ended up inheriting me all tried that. Uh, when I got into my twenties yeah. and I was in control, I tried, I did therapy myself, and then I tried the meds finally, because uh, I didn't want to take any like pills when I was "quote unquote" a kid. Still, I just I made that decision young. I'm like, yeah. I, don't, I don't want the drugs. Um, yeah. See if we'll, see if my brain just corrects itself. Well, my brain didn't correct itself. You know, uh, you people who experience trauma, yeah. especially at a young age, 
it, it you just don't you don't just like snap your fingers and trauma goes away um no so so like you know i i i have to do a lot of other stuff to compensate for the fact that like i should probably be on meds at this point and uh hmm. and i got into this 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 spiral this last week because i can kind of feel them coming on awareness yeah of my moods has been one of the best things i've been able to do like that's you know the healthiest yep. stuff I've, I've taken is being able to identify when i start to uh you know feel the anxiety coming on and i start to feel this uh lately i've been disassociating i guess that's my new that's that's the new therapy mm -hmm. that's the the new thing a healthcare professional told me about uh so i guess i disassociate yeah. it's also known as the matrix effect or or feeling like you're when you feel like you're in the matrix and uh, you know, I, I yeah. had a big, this was my big Twitter outburst this last week was, you know, I just, I have this, I see, I look around and I see everyone, you know, coping and having fun still. And I'm just like, I, I don't feel like I'm having fun because I feel like I'm in the matrix right now and nothing has any meaning because I'm in the matrix. I'm a robot just staring at yeah. the world that I'm not a part of right now. And so that has been, that was yeah. like. You know, this that was the big post I made and like how I, you know, I just don't feel right. I often poetically refer to my depression as the void or the abyss interchangeably. Mm. Uh, you know, I feel the void well, coming it's up. a pretty accurate description of yeah. what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I've always found it really hard to describe depression to people who've asked. Because, I mean, like, I came out of work, which is a big thing at, at my workplace. I work in a very masculine place. Yeah. Um, where mental health, even though they always bang the drum about mental health awareness, like you go back to work after this big brief and the guy's going, ah, fuck, fucking, uh, this and that. They're all just a bunch of pussies. Well, you're, blah, 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 you're, blah. you're a pansy. You're, 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 you're a fucking pansy if you you, have, you admit that you're, yeah. you're depression. Oh, look, you're, a, you're, a, you're a sissy. Like you're just, oh, like you're depressed. You're supposed to man up and just like soldier on, right? Yeah. Like you just... You're, supposed, well, exactly to, that. you're um, supposed to be tougher than yeah, that. You're um, supposed to, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, because like, um, but the thing is, is that mental health is a big thing where I work. Um, you, you know, there, there are a lot more guys than they think that have mental health issues. Um, and so they're really, but things that, but now obviously the government, the government and my, my employer is starting to really bang down it. Um, and, and we, and we had this big brief um, with the whole bunch of guys that were with pretty much all of us and um and one of my bosses got up he's a um he's a big muscly man huge dude does crossfit bald angry looking like honestly if he smiles at you run just fucking run <laughs> go you know he's gonna do terrible things you're gonna know yeah. um but he gets up and he starts talking about his stuff and his issues um and all of his life problems and all stuff like that and he was crying for fuck's sake so i'm like this is not the man i know this is not the man i remember from when i first came here when i was 17 you know like yeah. and so but then that gave me the courage to stand up um and i pretty much said my piece in front of about 200 people um about me and about and it was more to talk to the guys in leadership roles because i identified there was a bit of bullying going on um and they don't but obviously where, where i work it's seen as banter you you, you know what i mean where it's just fair enough you know banter is bat, bat, banter yeah banter is fun i, I mean i, I engage in banter really, myself yeah 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 you know what i mean but it was getting to that vein where it was bullying 
Yes. And I could see in the faces of the younger guys I was working with that it was starting to affect them. And I was like, nah, fuck that. It's not happening. So I put down my pick, you know, because I used to get picked on at work for the way I am. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I'm depressed. They, 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 they all know that now, but back then they didn't. Um, so I pretty much said to them, look, you know what I mean? Those of you in the, the leadership roles, you need to think about what you're saying to these young younger guys because we're going to start having suicides if you don't. And they, everyone was quiet. You know, not, nobody said a fucking thing. And I didn't hear anything bad about, about, about any, any of it for the rest of the day, which was really good. Mm. Um, so, yeah, but no, yeah, there, there is definitely still a st- stigma. Because, I mean, because I know for a fact that behind my back, guys were talking about it, saying, oh, fucking, you know, he's a bitch, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm cool with that. You, you, you know what I mean? My- p- into like assholes, everyone has one. But, yeah. Well, my, my personal stance on that is it's not for you. If, 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 if your reaction to me being visible with my mental health is like, fuck that pansy or, you know, whatever. And like, keep scrolling, you know, like, like my posts yeah. when I share my models and when I make the funny joke or I have a dank meme and, and scroll past the stuff when yeah. I'm talking about my mental health. But there's people yeah. who who need to see it. Like when you saw this swole CrossFit bald, like just mountain of a man cry and confess. Yeah. Like (laughs) imagine how many people that helped though. Right. Like, so, so I, 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 that's, that's, I mean, that's part of when I saw members of the D and D community, like doing their mental health visibility. And I, I, again, I chose early on, like, I'm not going to hide that because it's also like i'm hiding who i am that's another thing is like you know for a long time like uh like i i felt like you know my depression is essentially just part of me it's it's the reason my humor is so like dark and sarcastic and like like the same yeah yeah, it's it's the depression's part of it and like i think i'm fucking hilarious by the way i would not take that away you know like my, my like me without my sarcasm and like who even am I anymore? Like I, you know, that the coping mechanisms I learned because of my depression, would I even be a gamer if I didn't need to escape into, uh, into like, uh, various like RPGs and video games and war games? Like, would I even be a nerd? Like I, I love sports now that I'm an adult, but I didn't like them when I was a kid. I probably would have just like played sports and had a cur- like a really surface level, you know, interactions with people and never really found that deeper, those deeper introspective parts of myself that I, I had to when I'm sitting alone, depressed and anxious and I don't feel like doing anything. And I don't want to talk to anybody. Like I probably wouldn't have found yeah. all that stuff about me. So like I, on one hand, you know, like in my case, it is depression. Like it starts to feel like a companion. Like you don't always like your companion, but like someone's got to ride shotgun, right? <laughs> Um, I'm not not trying to be like, you know, I'm not trying to say, Hey, if you're depressed, just like fucking deal with it. And that's not the read here. It's just, um, you know, it just, it started to feel like a part of me at some point. And so like, it's been so long that I almost, it's, it's just there. Um, but one thing that happened this last week when I did my visibility thing is I got a bunch of people messaging me. I got DMS, uh, you know, some mm-hmm. some advice uh, you know some people just say simple stuff you know just like you know yeah. i see you you got this and I'm, that i'm probably 
today I kind of I kind of came out of it today uh, was uh, this most recent spiral. I kind of came out of it today. I don't think I come out of it today if it weren't for everyone reaching out. I think I'm I think I'm I'm still weathering this most recent storm for another week probably if I didn't say something yeah. and if people didn't reach out back to me. Um. Mm. So I, I mean, I this community has I think a well of compassion. And it really does. That's why I love it so much. Yeah. You know, because everyone, like, because even though there are some assholes, I've got a couple of fucking name. <laughs> it's, it's not the word. Um, but actually, one of them's an American. I hope he's listening. If you're listening, you're a fuckwit. But anyway, um, yeah. Um, sorry, I lost my kind of thought. No. no, but honestly, it's just because, like, especially the Age of Sigma community in New Zealand, mm-hmm. it's just so welcoming. It's so open. You, 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 I mean, there isn't that air of arrogance that you get that I sometimes picked up off 40k. I mean, that's not true of the New Zealand for 40k scene, but there are a few people in that community that are just that are just well, fucking toxic. I mentioned I mentioned the 40k prove it thing, like when I walked into that store in, in Greenfield, Wisconsin, like this this like prove it, and that could have been just that store, but I'm like, I, I'm like, I gather from other <laughs> from other folks that uh. <laughs> Dreamer shows up. He says, "Hayden loves raw potato." That is all. <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck off, Cameron. Jesus, don't get me started. Unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. Thank you so much for that follow there. Yeah. Um. No, I, I think again, like I said, the and and when you have when you know that people are compassionate, then the banter is you can have that banter without feeling like you're all being the bully like you you have to build that rapport first and then like you joke like me and yeah. jacob barry we have our uh like what was it the one the other day like it was just like three real quick twitter posts and gifts and someone was like wow that was like straight fire like immediately and then it just like it, like the most chill like what the hell just happened I'm like that's our thing <laughs> like we just like yeah. we bust each other's chops immediately and then just like give high fives afterwards like but that's because we built that like compassion yeah. you know like yeah like i i don't fuck with you unless i've kind of like learned to to like like learn yes who you are you know like um and then usually it's like uh you know usually i'm just making jokes that you yourself make about yourself and you know you, you learn yeah. those thresholds and stuff like that um uh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, well because like for example hmm? no go on okay cause, like, cause, like for example i'm actually believe it or not I'm a very angry person, <laughs> and um, in the past, I um, I had a very bad problem with violence. I was a very violent young person, and mm. I still am in some ways, not to the extent that I was. But, um, you know, um, so I've learned to keep that under check, and especially at wargaming events, because, I mean, I've only had two bad experiences at wargaming, oh, sorry, at, for, 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 for Age of Sigma. I had plenty for 40K, <laughs> and even more for women, but... I've only, I've only ever had two for Age of Sigma, and one of them, the main one that I always cling to as what not to be, it was um, uh, it was an American dude. He moved over to New Zealand uh, with his family, um, and like I got to the table. This was at Masters twenty, se- yeah, Masters twenty seventeen. I think it was, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Masters twenty seventeen, and um, I was there, and this dude. Plops down his army. He's this thumb-looking motherfucker. You know what I mean? Just this bald, ugly, like, fucking 15 chins. Like, if he jumped up and down, he'd start an earthquake. You know, he's... 
God, he was disgusting. <laughs> but, um, just, you know, like, full on describing Nurgle, like <laughs> yeah, like, like um, have, have you ever seen Spy Kids? Like, Spy Kids, not for old... a long time, but yeah, I've seen Spy Kids. Okay, well, there were these minions called Thumb Thumbs. They were literally thumbs. Like yeah, yeah. Like, Robert you know, like, Rodriguez did Spy Kids, as I recall. Robert Rodriguez. He was like he literally was a thumb thumb, and like this dude was. Oh god! But like he puts on and goes, "Hey there, my name's blah blah blah." And I was like, "Hey, how, how's it going?" And he tried to strong hand me, and I was like, "Nah, mate." So I fucking squeezed his hand real hard, mm. and he immediately goes into this tirade about himself, doing like, "Oh, I was in the 101st Airborne for 19 years," and I was like, "Oh yeah, cool." I said, like, "Oh yeah, so did 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 you ever deploy?" He goes, "No, no, I never deployed." No. I was like, "Huh? When were you in?" And the years he was in was during. The Gulf War and the War on Terror. So I'm like, okay, so you're just a, so you're just a piece of shit soldier. So you never deployed anywhere, piece of shit. But, 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 but anyway, and throughout the game, he was questioning my Wait, rules. Uh, I had dear, printed dear out Mr. My Thumb, arms, thank you for you. your service. <laughs> Go on. Oh, fuck, <laughs> fuck, he was an asshole. Uh, but anyway, um, no, oh, fuck, he was a dick. But like, anyway, like he was questioning my rules. He was questioning plays, and I was fucking explaining it to him every time. I had to give him my battle time four times for him to read the rules because he questioned. And I ended up just giving up, going, nah, fuck it. I've had enough of this game. This guy's just just a piece of shit. And in the end, I lost, and I just didn't give a shit. Like, oh, fuck. You know, he's just a dick. And the same guy almost got into a fist fight with another American guy who I play, play against a lot. He migrated over to New Zealand, too, and he's a great guy. It's the name of Seth Cook. And he almost got into a fight with, with this guy guy at an event. Like, almost had a fight with him. And this guy ended up getting forced out of the community because he was such an asshole. And it's like, but that was it. That's the only time I've ever had a truly bad experience in Age of Sigma was with this one guy. And I think that's telling for a community when you've only got one instance of a bad cookie. I mean, yeah, sure, we've got other bad cookies, but they're usually tolerable. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I've like, had... Guys, I've had one one objectively bad game of Age of Sigmar where I would have rather not to have been playing Age of Sigmar. But for the most part, yeah. and that wasn't even really the guy's fault. It was like like he had some RL stuff going on and it was bleeding into the game. No. You know what I'm saying? And it's no, like, no. like, dude, if you need to like take a call, you know, this isn't yeah. this isn't that important. I'd rather you just like com- you know commit to one or the other. I'm not going to hate you, but yeah. like this, like, that was the only experience where I'm just like, ah, you know, I, I, it's to the point where like, I apologize when I pull out my phone. Cause I keep, you know, I, I, I use his ear a lot more these days. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. like I'll say like, Oh, I'm like, I'm not texting or anything. I'm just looking up a rule. Like I'll like tell people that. Cause I don't want people thinking that I'm that dick. Who's like just texting people while I'm like playing a game. I, I don't know. It's yeah. It, like yeah that, so i've got like i've got like one story and it's not even that remarkable um i i'm sure i'm sure uh you know in in the infinites of 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 reality that there are some just pure dick bags that play our game because there are in everything but You're really good. i've managed to dodge including <laughs> i've managed to dodge them for the most part yeah so, and i've made more friends playing age of sigmar in you know Same. Like one Same. year of tournament yeah, play so, 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 sorry, yep. I said in one year of tournament play, I made more friends in Age of Sigmar than, like, I don't know, 33 years of everything else. So, yeah. 
I'm exactly the same. I found it, always found it really hard to make friends as a kid. I mean, I do have friends from outside of wargaming, but I don't nearly have as much contact with them as I do with my mates from wargaming. To, so, to, yeah. to, to add, he got mad at his own kid who beat him in a competitive game. Oh. Well, like, oh. I, 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 can, I get, I get the, like, I am a dad. I understand that sort yeah. of, like, parental shame <laughs> when your children finally, <laughs> like, one-up you. Um, but, like, I've been, but you can't be mad, you know? Like, I mean, you can be mad. You can be whatever you want to be. But, like, I wouldn't be mad. I'd be like, you know, finally, my son, who you have ascended. You know? Like, I would yeah. just... Same. <laughs> like, good, good. I have been shaping you for, the, for this moment to take over the world, and now you are finally ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I'm the same, yeah. I'll so, be exactly the same with my, my, my boy, up until the day he stops shitting his pants. Of course. Of course I am... Of course, I am also very antagonistic of my of 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 uh, my my kids when we're playing competitive stuff. But it's it's the same sort of showboaty like fun stuff, you know. Where um, yeah, it's not like I just dunk on my my son like I lower the hoop, <laughs> you know, like our basketball just so I like can dunk on him over and over and over again. But like he was uh, you know, we were we were play wrestling the other day, and uh, yeah, and so like then it's just like what did it. What did it Man, like he said something, and it was so surpri- such surprisingly good smack talk. I was just like, "Oh!" <laughs> like, but in the way that like a seven year old, I'm just like, "Oh, my son's got like, oh, my son's got the gift of gab too." Like, all right, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, "Yeah, way to go, dude!" And so then we we just like we wrestled around a little bit, and you know, uh, but man, he, I mean, he he yeah. like. It was the opposite experience where, like, he wanted me to continue to body slam him. And I'm like, I, I'm getting out of shape. Can't. <laughs> you know, I find that even today with my son, I mean, he's turning three in August. And whenever I play with him, you know, because, I mean, I'm a reasonably fit dude. But, fuck, it's hard to keep up with him. Oh, they have you know, he's endless wealth he's, energy. Shoo, 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 shoo. I'm like, yeah. Jesus, come here. And he's like, yeah, he's they... like me, which is the best thing. But... <laughs> Because yeah, he's they, gonna be quick as fuck catch him. Yeah, they never fucking run mm. out of energy. I don't. I'm like, you're still no, not don't. tired. Wow. I want. I wish you could <laughs> bottle that. Whatever that is that makes kids have yeah. constant like speed and energy. Like, yeah. if we could just get some of that mm. in, in Red Bull, maybe that's what Red Bull is. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Let's fucking love it. It's just like oh, some scaven lab that's like extracting child, <laughs> uh, like child energy. Excellent. Yeah. Red Bull. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. So, so, um, kind of going back to like this age of Sigmar, mental health and stuff like that. Um, I think you you yeah. touched on something a little bit earlier where you said there's a lot of people in, in our community that have some mental health issues. And I think it comes yeah. from that fact that, like, our community is made up of largely two demographics. Um, either yeah. folks who were socially marginalized in some manner or some outcast status, which probably isn't a happy upbringing, you know, nerds, uh, or mm-hmm. veterans. And so you've, you've got, like, and veterans have a, a well of, 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 of trauma as well. Um, you know, I mean, heck, yeah, basic, um... basic training is practically trauma. <laughs> like you're being broken down to to become a you know a, 
the soldier, right? I wouldn't say basic training is trauma, um, but things that I've only really, I've only actually met a couple of actual veterans that play war games. Very few in New Zealand actually, as far as I know, actually do, and even fewer active service dudes. I mean, I'm not too sure what it's like in the US because, but you know, the 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 US military is fucking massive. So no doubt you're gonna have heaps of veterans over there that play war games. A, a um, lot of a lot no, of my good friends are like I mean it really it, from the Midwest perspective where I am in the in the US it's like a fifty fifty split. Like chances are, like, yeah. I mean, uh, David was in chat here a little bit earlier. He's a, he's a veteran. Um, two Davids actually I know that are veterans. Like we like even within like my core gaming group, it's like. I mean, directly, I mean, it's probably a, an aggressive estimate, but it's got, it's, it's got to be like close to half. It's, 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 it's Jesus. up there. So <laughs> love you, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? Um, yeah. So, so I, th- and I think that, that those are like those, the, the, you know, that, that makes up our, our core group. And I think that there's, there's something to the escapist nature of war games specifically that just appeals to the, that, that appeals to, <laughs> appeals to us. Yeah, you know that does make make a lot lot of sense because I mean, like in the end, in the military, especially if you're on a long haul deployment, you know, um, you need something to pass the time, man, because or else you're gonna go fucking nuts. I mean, there's only so many hours you can spend masturbating in a room. You you, you know, you need to go out and actually do something. Right. And so, but what hobbies are the thing that, as you say, it's a great thing for mental health, especially among veterans, because a lot of us. At least a lot of veterans, because I'm not a veteran yet. I'm just a soldier. I'm selective to duty um, in New Zealand, obviously. But um, yeah, fucking like, I don't know. Like, you know, it, it gets to the stage where, like, if I'm on exercise and I'm like, I get to the stage, I'm like, fuck, I want to paint some models, man. Mm-hmm. Covered in camp paint, like, I want to yeah. do something. Yeah. You know, because we're always used to doing something, and that's why boredom. You know, we don't like being bored. Well, that's boredom's a, the mind That's killer, just the right? way. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We need something just to fill our minds for a bit. And that's mm-hmm. why I think a, a lot of veterans maybe do go for gaming as well as being the therapy part for mm. post-traumatic. Well, I, I know, uh, and this is just my nerd circle, so obviously it's a, a, a smaller sample size than anything. But one of my buddies, uh, 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 he's just known by, he's one of those people who's known by his last name. Um he was he's he is a he is an utterly fascinating uh uh case study but he's he's a twitch streamer too he uh uh he joined the military and he had been playing uh rifts which is an rpg game with my he was kind of my one of my core high school uh gaming groups so uh, i was often i ran him and pfrpg and rifts almost uh, i mean those are like our two two main games growing up um he joined the military and he and he took RPGing with him and he got like a bunch of people in his troop troop gaming and like for a while there his core group of gaming was just veteran gamers I mean it, for RPGs hmm. now and uh yeah and I, I can imagine like RPGs I'm going a little bit off the war gaming path here but uh I can imagine um, RPGs that also being really uh engaging or really awesome for veterans too because you can do that with like even less yeah. you know uh yeah exactly that yeah how's it going fluke mm. yeah so so i uh, maybe 
maybe RPGs don't resonate quite as much because they are more cerebral and internal, whereas with war games you have something of physical expression. So I, I don't know. I would I would mm-hmm. love to see a I'm not a psychologist. I would love to see some case studies on on like gaming and and mental health. Like I I just the one I Makes read sense. recently was about autism and specifically Dungeons and Dragons. But I, I could I extrapolating from like how uh D and D is sort of helps teach empathy in a sense, because you're you're pretending to be somebody else. Yeah. And you're pretending to interact yeah. with other people and most of the way you succeed at this game with rules is by interacting. And so like, yeah, uh, where, you know, some people are like deep enough on the autism spectrum where like they, they just, they understand, you know, everything. Right. But like, they just, yeah. you know, they have to codify stuff. And so like social, social yeah. situations don't really have rules. It's all nuance. It's all, you know, but well, you now you have a game that puts rules on social interaction and then they start to, you know, it helps them develop. So that was a really cool study, yeah. but that, but, but nothing on specifically like gaming and depression or, or mental health and, mm. and gaming and let alone veterans and gaming. But I, I'd be fascinated to read anything like that. Same. Yeah. yeah. Believe it. Yeah. So fluke showing up here. Isn't there a photo of Americans on deployment playing Warhammer with rocks and dice? Uh, I believe it. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I'm not too sure if it was Americans or Brits. Um, you know, but there is somewhere, I think it was from um, Operation Desert Shield, when, yeah, so they're under a tent with a bunch of rocks, mm. show that, on the border with um, Kuwait, Iraq. Right on. That's going to be a pretty rad, yeah. rad photo. But All right. Yeah, it's around somewhere from fucking like 1991 or something, before I was even a glint in my father's eye. <laughs> um. So is there is there anything else you want to mention with the, with the gaming therapy before we get back to talking some KO here maybe? Um, nothing really. Just just a reminder to everyone: talk about it. Don't don't be ashamed of yourself. That, that's all I can say. Right on, right on. All right. Um. So I know it's a little bit of a, a little bit of shifting gears from a heavier topic to get back onto something a little bit more lighthearted. Uh, thank you all for. That's uh, cool, man. I'm all for it. Let's go. Right on. Um. So so with KO. Um, is there, you, you mentioned that, like, that we were talking about, like, the B list thing there for a little bit. Um, what are, yeah. what is something that, like, stands out to, like, new KO? Right. So, what, what stands what's, out what's, to new KO? What's the main, mm-hmm. you mentioned that they play totally different. What's the main gear yep. that shifted? What, what do you think that we talked about the precision? You need to, you need to, you know, let me, let me put this a different way. Um, with a lot of the chaos factions, you tend to see them go back and forth on this pendulum. Uh, mortal is good. Mortal is bad. Demons are good. Demons are bad. Mortals are good. And it just kind of, that pendulum Mm -hmm. swings back and forth every, every so many years. And that's kind of one of the major shifts that you see with chaos. Um, that, you Mm -hmm. know, like one day, you know, um, I think in general you can see, you know, hordes were good, right? And shooting gets good. Like, what is the what is the shift that happened in KO? Because you really just have, you know, from the from the layman perspective, my perspective, you have dwarves and boats. You know, what what was the shift? The shift was like even just from making your list. I mean, like because as I said, like I'm obviously this is just me repetitively, not you know, just your normal games. Even though it's kind of shitty to say. Your normal games, your casual games, I don't actually really believe that. I just think everyone plays games for the fun of it. 
But um, competitively, if you're talking about lists, um, so you're not taking as much of one thing as you used to. So you're so you're diversifying a lot. So for example, you're not going to see a lot of the time you're not going to see big blocks of dudes. You're going to see either min max or medium size. So, so like for example, in the list that I was talking about before, Sean Tubman's list, there's a whole bunch of arcanauts, but they're not in big units of forty. So it's like one unit of twenty and two units of ten, and and that's to fill out the board press. Um, you've got a big unit of nine engine riggers, and to be honest with you, that list is the most I've seen of, of, of any units of engine riggers. Um, you're seeing the Thunderers now, because they're good. Um, obviously, you're always going to see an Ironclad, um, and you're actually seeing Navigators now, because they half move to any flying units, and there's a lot, a lot of flying units around. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still seeing Chemists, because like, back in the day, it was like you'd spam like two or three Chemists. Just to get the plus one attack. It was just kind of Arco, as far as the eye could see, right? Exactly that. Yeah, yeah. It was just, just chemist and Arco and Ironclad and a whole bunch of Endrickers and a whole bunch of Skywalk. So it's just the way you're building your list now is so, so much different. And because you're building your list differently, the play style is because on the ships, they've now got a limit to how many dudes you carry inside it, mm-hmm. um, which also includes your, your riggers and your Skywalkers. So, you, so like back in the day, I used to be able to chuck eighteen sky war, like eighteen sky wardens and engine riggers in one boat alongside twenty archonauts and two ether chemists. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I used to be able to do that, and that's why it was called the clown car. But now you simply can't do that, and it's the reason why we can't just just one just one drop a big fucking thing and just shoot, shoot, shoot everything off the board in turn one. Right. That's why the gameplay has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and also the fly higher ability as well. So we can teleport, but there are certain caveats around that. So if you take any more than, oh, sorry, if you take up to and more of seven wounds on your ironclad, let's say, then you can't fly high, you know? Mm-hmm. So you've got that movement. You've got even more movement than you had before, but you don't have the opportunity to just one strike. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes, yeah, so, so it comes down to just the way you're putting your lists, um, so- the extra movement they've got now and yeah so so they've gotten they've they've moved away from from spammy this is actually kind of a paradox of age of sigmar because i found that like we tend to spam the quality unit is what makes the list happen um and that's what paradoxically ko are more neapolitan yes there's lots of different things going on in the list that make it work and that's why it's really hard for me because i'm not a very smart guy in that respect so it's taken me a lot longer to get my head around how the army works again um, and how just the general rules work. So it's taken me a bit, bit of time to try and pick that up. But it's good. I love it still. I still love the army. I still love how they play. It's interesting. It's different. It's mm. That's really cool. I, I mean, I, I, my read on KO early was was like, um, so uh, uh, Gary, Gary P, Gary Percival, um, him and I have had like a, you know, we, we've had conversations on list building and stuff like that kind of before the new KO book. Um, I highly respect his opinion. I, I highly respect his opinion on, on gaming, especially from a competitive perspective. Oh, he's a, he's a yeah. great, game, great gamer. Um, and Tom, mm. um, we're, we're, we're both like, so the book came out, my read was like, oh, cool. Boats are good. And like, you don't spam Arco anymore. I'm like, okay, cool. And that was like my surface level read. Uh, I really like the uh, spell bottle. I, I just I think it's great. 
Yeah. Uh, yes, I know you're just going to be throwing the Skaven Vortex in it. Fine. Whatever. I don't... Like, I'm not upset that, like, something is great or there's an obviously great thing. I don't... That that will never bother me. I, I'm just not a person who latches on to, like, oh, this thing is great. Fuck the great thing. Fuck that. Like, I've never <laughs> been the guy who's just like, no, no, no. The thing should be great. Make it awesome. Like, the more awesome, yeah, the better. Yeah, that, that's my fine. read. Yeah. Um... You know, yeah, but 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 that beside but besides that, it was like okay, well, why are these two people who 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 I like I would go to for my opinion on this matter? Why what am I not seeing that they're seeing? And and so like when the book first came out, I had this like this problem where I couldn't quite pin down, you know, what I was feeling with what other people were feeling. Like I I, I still mm-hmm. I still am not uh, I still I still don't think i have enough uh i haven't gotten enough reps into like fully refine my opinion on them now but i've begun to formulate that i think they're good i mean i just i think that maybe they are maybe they are a bit mono build in the sense that there is a this is the best type of build even if the moving parts are a little bit different because as you said they're more neapolitan now um it's possible it's it's possible that like you know someone like gary does does take it uh, take oh, yeah. a specific list or sean's sean's list which you already mentioned he's the one who took first place like you know maybe now everyone just starts copying sean's list right like that becomes the list right uh, um yeah um so, so sorry Karen. oh i was i was just saying like so maybe like the list will rear its head um and then like that will just be the ko list everyone's familiar with and, and so on and so forth that or because it's the best way to build it or it's the most competitive way way to build it um but like it has such a high skill floor that i don't think it's mm-hmm. going to be suffocating no definitely not. um and, and so I yeah because like my read is i think it's going to be once you know we we hit the pause button and uh, again and like start reality all over again um mm. i i worry that that people haven't like embraced ko and didn't get their games into like hit that skill floor um by the time something new comes out and then people will grab will latch onto the something new because our game has a recency bias people tend to chase the new releases yeah. it's not to say you know i'm not saying meta chasing i mean really like you're you're trying to like new models look cool i want to buy new models like so i feel like there's a yeah. little bit of a recency bias that causes people to kind of like move around and 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 not put in tons of reps on like just the army for a year so I hope people don't yeah. abandon KO before they've hit that skill floor because I think it's, I think that I, I read it and my first read was like this this list accidentally kills five wound heroes, like they just like, oh, like yeah. it just like accidentally kills like corn will is just gonna hate this army <laughs> like you know and things like that we're, yeah, we're like yeah. <laughs> Uh, so so i but i I still look at it and i go you know i could build a really good list out of this and i think it would be you know this is this is an army that is going to make waves in the meta and then like everything just stops i'm like well okay you know sorry i've cut you off a couple times yeah what were your thoughts Um, well because um like my thoughts like so for example um like and i'm hoping that tom can correct me if i'm getting this wrong i really do hope he can correct me because i'm not trying to throw shade on him but he made a comment um, on Warhammer Weekly when he was on with Paul Conti um, and Vince. Oh, that's right. They, about they, yeah, oh, that's right. I, see, I, I still haven't watched that episode. I heard it got a little bit spicy. Um, 
And Paul uh, Conti said that Vince I was, was the who was his. He said I'm the Joe Rogan of Age of Sigmar podcasts, which I thought he was being insulting. <laughs> when I when I heard it out of context, like I thought he was like insulting, like he was throwing shade at me. I'm like, ha ha, shade. And I'm like, no no no, it was like a compliment. He loves Joe Rogan. I'm like, oh well, what's that even mean then? <laughs> like I'm not a huge podcast. I'm 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 not. We've got five active viewers right now, and this this video will probably get about 200 oh. views once it goes up on YouTube. Um, that's not. Mm quote-unquote rogan sorry joe rogan did i call him paul rogan sorry so anyway. yeah yeah anyway 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 like um, so 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 tom said something on that episode yeah so um he said that his problem was that he wouldn't be able to take ko to a get um to let's say an event and walk up to a table and say i've got this game hmm. what why are you thinking like that and, and that and that was my instant that's what the problem is. It's because that the army doesn't have that list and doesn't have the sort of power that I suppose maybe some people are used to. They can't just auto win game. Mm. And that's a very unhealthy mindset in my opinion, because then you're not really having the game. You're just winning. Mm. You're not having that social interaction, which is what makes Age of Sigmar great. You're, you're just playing a game of competitive magic. Right. You, you, you know what I mean? And, that's, and that was my thing about that. And that's really discouraging to me because that puts people off wanting to play competitive Age of Sigma if all you're expecting is to get wiped off the board turn one. I mean, even though, yes, you're out there to win, but in my opinion, a win is way more valuable if you fought for it. Hmm. You, you know what I mean? If you are literally making tactical decisions that you're nail-biting over, you know what I mean? Fuck, if I don't get this yeah. objective, I've lost the game. Or if I take it, I win the or if I win the game, you know? That's a good game to me. You know, where you're challenged, where you're actually interacting with your opponent, where you're both laughing at the fact that one of you is going to win, you know, all that kind of stuff like that. You yeah, know, and honestly, it comes down that... to that last, pri that last dramatic priority role where you're like actually still in it yeah. because you know if I win this priority, then I could probably put the game away. But if he wins this priority, then he might be able to get the game. And like, Okay, he's won priority. Okay, okay. And then your your brain starts racing. Okay, I wanted to win priority because I could have put the game away. Uh, crap, he won. He's probably going to... He won priority. He's probably going to win. What do I do now? What do I do now? What do I yeah. do now? And your brain starts racing and you're trying to come up with it like your winning strategies now that you're on the back foot, you know, mm. that like haymakers coming in. Yeah. That stuff is... Yeah. I, I love that stuff too. Like I never want to feel like I'm checked out of a game, you know? But... Yeah, exactly that. And I just think that the way that he put it wasn't very helpful and it didn't really... You know... And, and and he was bashing on Arkanaut. Arkanauts are fucking great. They're fantastic. I love them. Because, they, you know, they're they're they are a ninety point unit with range K capability with a four up potentially re rollable save. How is that bad? I mean, yeah, they're slow, but if you take them in a certain skyport, let's say Barrack Mornar, which I'm a bit, bit big fan of, you can run run and shoot in the first turn. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you've got all these options to speed them up if you need to. And they're not there to actually really fight. They're there to just hold objectives because because board presence is so important in Age of Sigma today, mm -hmm. at least the way that I see it and the way that Sean uses them, and that's why he takes at least 40 of them. Well, because there... board presence is so important. So then that gives you the ability to push out your ships and your engine riggers and your smacky units right. to pull apart the enemy and distract them while you take the points. Well, this is actually, you know? like, this is something that, like, uh, Ossiarch Bone Reapers uh, struggle with, is they don't have, quote-unquote, keep-back units. Um, yeah. Like, I, I have to march my stuff and trade places with you, and I have to rely on D 
decimating you when I trade places with you. Because if I trade places with you on the table and you just like gotcha from behind and like drop stuff behind me or, or, you know, something onto the table, suddenly I'm out of position and I have problems. Like, um, yeah. So, so I mean, Arcanaut company, they shifted roles and that's, I think that that's been jarring for old school KO players. And, and, uh, I get it. I, I mean, I would, I, again, I, it wasn't the same thing, but when LON, when they went in and they just said, no, you don't get to play the army the way you used to play it anymore. You have to take it and redesign the whole thing. Uh, you had this like, perfect, yeah, well, yeah. like, and that always sucks, especially if you're like a, like a, like a hardcore, like diehard player and you want to stick to your army long term, right? Like mm-hmm. that sucks. On the other hand, change is fun, folks. Uh, don't fear change. Yeah, if you're committed to an army them. and they change the playstyle of your army, they just breathed new life. They gave you an excuse to find a new, to solve a new puzzle, to, you know, to not stagnate, to, 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 you know, I, I, again, um, all I ever really want to do is play Nagash. So if, when he becomes unplayable, I have way less fun, but. <laughs> Big daddy boom. Big daddy boom. That's right. The, the, like, uh, the, like, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I don't know. Cool K- like, mm. but KO is. I mean, I think KO are, are like an adequate fat middle quote unquote army to use. So since we're using Warhammer Weekly terms here, um, adequate. adequate. You fiend. Adequate. You bastard. I was. I wasn't done. I think they're an adequate fat middle army that are going to enjoy an inflated, uh, uh, part in that bell curve due to the meta. They just they yeah. got the tools. Well, to beat all the problems right now. And that yeah, makes them awesome. And so, so like, yeah. the other thing, and this is just like my, like sort of personal, part of my personal ethos of gaming is like, commit to an army for a longer period of time, folks. You'll make, you'll mm. be a better player. When like, yeah. I'm not saying you have to like ride or die KO the rest of your life. If you're a KO player or death, if you like death, like me, like, but like, if you commit to an army for long term, you're gonna learn to play from the back foot, and that is a super important strategy. You know, that's super important for becoming a better player. Uh, I mean, yeah, you exactly. walk up to a table and go, "I should win this game," you know, like you're just like, yep. "Oh yeah, I walk like I'm bringing this army. They've got this army. I should win this game." What happens if you fail every roll? Every charge <laughs> doesn't go your way. You end up finding yourself in a position where you're suddenly not winning. And you're in a position that you've never been in before because you're supposed to win that game against that army. Well, what ends up happening yep. is you have a decision internally. Uh, you may not be aware of it, but you can either play to learn the lesson in that moment, or you can say, my dice betrayed me and I'm fucked. If you see that as an opportunity of growth, of going, oh, crap. Like, this is a, this is a new position I've never been in before. Um, you know, like, you, you get to, you learn from it. you're not going to encounter those situations though if you if you abandon ship or check out you you that's important data like learning to play and then when you learn like hey if i oh well hey i didn't know that i i could like deploy this guy this way or well if i retreat and i go do this then i'll like i'll have that trick guess what that trick now carries with you to the next army you play but you've got to be in those positions to learn those lessons or you'll never acquire that skill you'll never it's like a saiyan a saiyan in dbz has to get its ass kicked to get better <laughs> yeah uh, that's true. That's true. 
So you got like you got to get your ass kicked sometimes to like learn those those awkward angles of, of your army. Like play at a disadvantage. Play against the things that beat you to figure it out. Mm. Um, yeah. There's a reason we play the game. There's a reason we still throw dice in Age of Sigmar. And don't just walk up the table, trade lists, and go, yeah, I think you win this, and then walk away from the fucking table. Roll the dice. Play the game. Yeah. Have fun. And, and exactly I say that. that wholeheartedly as someone who does believe in counters and strong matchups versus weak matchups, who who does think, like, oh yeah, in terms – I do think in a similar term to Tom, where I walk up to a table with my uh, – gotta get that zankai boost that's right uh, is that what it's called i don't know man uh i i just <laughs> i i made a reference without knowing too much about it because i'm not a weeb um hang on a second we got an emote for this situation boom uh <laughs> uh no like it, i like i walk up to a table with my with my bone my bone eddies or with lon before i walk up to a table against nurgle with any game that i have nagash and i just like kind of like grin to myself it's already in the bag but guess what? Yeah. My opponent can use that against me, too. I'm yeah, so exactly. confident I'm going to win against Nurgle now that it's a problem. Like, you know, so, so I, again, I do think in terms like that. But um, mm. but I know that, that there's a fallacy to it as well. And and the real thing is just play the game and get, get used to being uncomfortable. You know? Get used to being uncomfortable. Yeah, true. It's the it's the Mike yeah. Tyson. Everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Like get punched in the face. See how you react yep. in, in those situations. Yep, we have a very similar quote in the the, the, the military: "No plan ever survives first contact." Hmm. Yeah, I mean that. But that's, no, yeah, um, that's practical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that that's like a practical yeah, like quote true. too for. Uh, I mean, it's very true. But um, I was going to say, because like, like, you made a point there about um, play your army, and that's, I think, is what one of the good things about New Zealand is. Um, and, well, sorry, it, it's not a good thing at all. It sucks. But <laughs> it's the fact that our meta, um, because, I mean, there are no illusions. Warhammer is fucking expensive here. I mean, a few of us were doing the math a couple of weeks ago. Actually, it was after you logged off. Um off of our massive chat about everything from fucking politics to fuck whatever world history. Um, uh, I learned that I learned yeah, that New Zealand was it. New yeah. Zealand was the fucking first one to declare war on on uh, on Germany or whatever. Germany, yep. That we were both world wars, baby. But um, <laughs> but um, yeah. Anyway, um, it's the fact that it's so expensive that guys are very invested in their army, and so most of the time you'll see one guy playing his army for at least a year or two because they're building up the funds to buy another one if they want it. Um, and I mean, like, it's taken me ages to build up my my new KO army because, fuck, I've owned more armies than I've owned underwear now. Um, but that's just me being the hobby hobo. Um, yeah. No, like I'm, I don't know. I'll probably have to tell that story now, don't I? Well, I, do yeah, I think you do. I think you got to tell us why you're the hobby hobo. Oh, fuck, okay. But anyway, yeah. Um, the New Zealand bit is cool because guys will play their army and they'll perfect time. Um, so, the Hobby Hobo. So, I said before, the last couple of years have been shitty. Um, so, the mother of my child, uh, she's very, very unwell. She's got endometriosis, polycystic ovaries, possibly cervical cancer. Mm. Um, so, she can't work. Um, and so... Throughout these years, I've made, as well as life, 
problems such as house burning down, what whatnot, all that shit like that, um, a funeral or two. Um, I've gone into debt, so I had to sell armies to survive and to provide for my family as well as working my job. Um, and I started doing commission work, but with my work and with my partner being ill, I couldn't maintain those commissions. So I ended up, you know, trading armies for work, which I kept on top of for a while, but it just ended up not working out. Mm-hmm. So I'm paying my client back, um, but that, that's fine. But yes, yeah, so essentially, it was more of a, because I'm big on self-deprecating humor. Yes. Um, I like to make for fun of myself, and I like being fucking savage with myself. It's just the way I am. Um, so I was like, fuck it, I want to be the hobby hobo, because I've never got an army for longer than a month. <laughs> and I keep selling them. But no, I've owned this army for, um, for at least since the beginning of the year now. Um, there you go. But yeah, so that's why I call myself the ho- Obby Hobo because I'm a poor ho- ho- hobo wargamer. Well, and, and I think there's a there's a practicality sense of like some some people can't like. I mean, you, you really do kind of like roll with the punches with like what army you end up playing, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah. I mean, but hmm? oh, so sorry, cause I was gonna say like um, fuck, I've owned wait, what did I have? I had Met, I had Nurgle. Legions in a gash for a very short period of time. Dreamer, you're just a savage um, here. <laughs> the offer the for KO. He, saying? Tell me he, what he's saying. I haven't seen he it. Said, he said, the offer, that offer for that KO army of yours still stands. I'll trade you food for it <laughs> in potato currency. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> There's a story behind that. So, so Dreamer. Actually, actually no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tell this. <laughs> 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 I'll tell stories about heaps of horrible shit, but I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, and, and Kicker here says um, NZ also has the best rugby. So, so for those of you listening, NZ, yes, we do. We've got the All Blacks, but I hate sport because I think it's a waste of time. Mm. But that, that, that's just me. Um, but anyway, it's escapism yeah, to no, me. Um, and uh, sports fans yeah, are just—they're yeah, no. just the socially yeah. acceptable nerd. That's all it is. You're a nerd. Yes, uh, uh, no, yes. No, no. dear sports fan, as I'm adjusting my Milwaukee Bucks hat right now, um, <laughs> I want to tell you no, I'm, I'm, out loud: <laughs> you're a nerd if you like sports. You wear, <laughs> you wear like paraphernalia that gives away your interests. So, like someone who wears and their weird up. anime shirt, uh, you do that with other people's names on it. Like, think about that. Like, say what you will about my fucking cowboy bebop shirt. Not a weeb. Mephisto's not a weeb. <laughs> but, like, it's just a fuck. It's just, like, Cowboy Bebop characters. My jerseys, yes, on the yes. other hand, have somebody else's names on them. That's another tier of nerdery. <laughs> like, like, and then you fucking <laughs> rattle on for hours about, like, fucking statistics and win rates and shit like that. I don't know. I If, I, if you just took out the proper nouns and shit... You could be listening to an episode of the Honest War Gamer. Like, yeah, win rates and oh like, God. like it's you're ner- you're a ner- if you like sports you're a nerd. You might be the socially yeah, acceptable um, nerd, but you're a fucking nerd. All right, sorry, man. Continue. Yeah, well, because like, like I'm like the reason why I hate sport is because like so in New Zealand, obviously rugby is our big sport, and it's not like American football. You know, when you guys wear pads and helmets. Nah, we just wear shirts and boots and just smash each other to pieces. Um, right, but you also very... have you also have a lower uh, incidence of CTE and concussions than American football because American football, since they wear all that armor, they 
have yeah. their ta their tackling techniques utilize the armor and by the way the armor doesn't stop you from getting a fucking concussion when you're not protected you have yeah. to tackle the right way um yeah yeah so so so, so, so like i'm for our game you can't really tackle from about here up yeah yeah i have to do it from over there but it fucks people up but people still get fucked up but anyway um because i'm a skinny white dude and so my father tried to get me into sport when i was a kid um in, in particular rugby and i got fucked up because especially where i lived we have a where, where i lived in auckland new zealand we have a very large um Sipagonda community um and their kids are huge like big <laughs> kids and they just fucking ro roll me across the field in a blanket and i'll be dead you know just <laughs> split in half and i'm like nah fuck this i can't be bothered with this um but anyway um yeah i just don't like the game i, I just don't like rugby i think it's pointless i think it's just a bunch of sweaty dudes tapping each other for a hand egg you sound you like know, one of my you sound like one of my friends from high school, man. It's astonishing. <laughs> yeah. you have a oh, I never had one. No. Nah, um fuck, this has gone off the rails, but you know, I just don't like sport. Welcome games. to Redcast. Thing. But I'm <laughs> yeah, I am more than happy to talk about toy soldiers and competitive toy soldiers rather than men doing playing with hand eggs and not contributing to society. That's my <laughs> escapism is a contribution come on now now exploiting <laughs> exploiting the tax laws of a city to put up your fucking stadium and force <laughs> poverty on folks now that's shitty but like just playing sports and enjoying sports come on come on um, oh you know I feel like I'm, I'm fine with casual sports i'm cool with that you know for example we're getting my son into football so soccer um in a few months and i'm cool with that you know he probably won't be able to do anything but he's gonna have fun doing it and i don't care because it makes some friends and again gets some social interaction but professional sports not. there you go that that's my rant um tomb king tristan thank you so much for the 10 months of subs buddy chat gang hi Tristan. chat uh, gang i don't know what checking is but chat gang is uh what i affectionately refer to folks who uh watch rantcast as chat gang keep watching Rankcast. <laughs> be the chat gang be the gang of chats put on top hats grab bats go beat up other other gangs be oh no gang. we, like yeah like exactly well sub clubs are nothing new but chat gang you don't have to sub to be part of chat gang uh you just get the emote okay. then if you sub um chat gang if you're chatting you're chat gang that's it it's that easy me sounds good hmm but now you're good i'm surprised i haven't told many stories yet it's probably a good thing you know carry on with our discussion uh tomb king tristan is he's on the show and does not know who chat gang is burn the witch <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i gotta i think i gotta i think i gotta hang up on you right now man <laughs> oh dude the, yeah, for the integrity no, of chat gang idiot. you must be destroyed um <laughs> <laughs> i'm just that loving colonial fucking heathen yeah coming there you are. from the any shit on sports like what the fuck is going on? Gladly, uh, <laughs> gladly, I'll do it any day of the fucking week, mate. No, no, it's cool. You uh, actually said something earlier on. We we're talking about competitive play here. Um, mm. You, you, you mentioned that you don't like the term competitive, casual, blah blah. Everyone plays to have fun, and I want to go into that a little bit yeah. deeper because I, I, I love that because person who gets like the, you know, they're a competitive player, quote unquote. Well, how do they have fun? You know. 
winning or testing themselves against other other skilled opponents or theory crafting a list and then trying to prove that it works and it wins games like competitive players even amongst people who identify as competitive players have a breadth of reasons why they play the game but they can all be distilled down to that's how they have fun you know yeah and, exactly and and casuals have fun too and at the end of the day everyone's playing the game to have fun and so yeah. i i think that's <laughs> sean the non-believer <laughs> what uh, this is inside joke apparently oh sean the non-believer sean the non-believer i'm sorry i had monitors over there um <laughs> you're right sean the non-believer chat gang spam uh <laughs> uh but yeah so so competitive versus <laughs> that's me <laughs> i feel like he i feel like you relish the heat though like you you enjoy i do <laughs> i love being hated more than i hate myself it's fantastic there you go that that's the secret right <laughs> <laughs> carry on yeah my story before I dropped out was at practice, and then the college got his arm broken in a friendly practice game. <gasps> That's what was that? Yeah, just reading a chat there from from Dreamer, um, talking about a friend breaking their arm in a friendly practice game of Age of Sigmar. Obviously, um, I'm gonna go ahead and guess that they they rolled those box cars and uh, they just like tweaked their arm in such a way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. AMS. I've never heard of this story. <laughs> never heard of it. I've never heard this story, but. I'm keen to, because um, just... I want to laugh at that. Dream is the Kiwi. He gets what I'm saying most of the time, because I find it that probably a lot, a lot of Americans understand nothing of what I'm saying, because we've got weird slang well, and whatnot. Different slang and like, um, like social dynamics of like of conversation and stuff too. Um, yeah, we do. It's it's interesting. Mm. I see, but it, even though we're sharing a like a language we're speaking english right um like I, I oh god so here's a different nerd tangent uh i was an english lit major i love language oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh i love language i actually really enjoy like i'm fascinated how like language evolves and how it's different like we're both speaking english but you can say sentences with words i know but can't fucking understand <laughs> like with the way you put them together I'm just like, yeah. I know that was English. I recognized all of the words there, but in that combination, <laughs> I have fucking no clue. Yeah. What just, and I find that utterly fascinating. Like, I just, I love, I, I love language. I love, I love interaction and, uh, you know. Yeah. Interesting so, to me yeah. as well. It is interesting to me as well. Just for, 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 for figuring out where our accents even came from is an interesting one. You know, what? like, um, for example... I was watching, what was it? Geography Now, the shitty YouTube channel, which is actually pretty good. It's actually got some good insights. And they got heaps on the New Zealand episode wrong about different dialects and different accents. And he was wrong. Because there's a subset of New Zealanders way down south, the, the yokels of New Zealand, down in the, you know, way down in the base of New Zealand in a place called Invercargill in Southland. And they speak with an er. So, they, so they'll say, like, for the hometown, we, we say Invercargill fine right they mm. they say invercargill or gore stuff like that so they've got like a wee irish wang and it's fucking bizarre and i've got a guy that i work, work with and he talks like that and it's like oh god stop speaking <laughs> but it's fine because it's the way it is it's just interesting to me because no because um in that part of new zealand that's where a lot 
lot of the Scotsmen and the Irish because you know because it's cold and wet and shitty mm-hmm. so they're like oh fuck it's just like home <laughs> and then you get up in the north who are just a bunch of poncy fucks of people don't know say uh waka papa waka papa uh see, see i better, me? uh dreamer says mephisto say waka papa so i'm i'm midwestern <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna have that at the like the <laughs> No, no, he um, he means say fucker papa. So the way that you so in so in traditional Te Reo Māori, where, which is the language of the natives of New Zealand, um, a W and an H is pronounced as a f- so, so so an F. So so fuckatane, fongenui, fucker papa, that kind of stuff. Like oh, see, we have a lot of uh, we have like a lot of native uh towns. Uh, so it'd be, yeah. like, you know, our, 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 our various tribes, yeah. you know, um, you know, we got like yeah. Chippewa and, 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 uh, um, mm. and, um, even Milwaukee mm. is, cool. is so like a lot of the, and the, the, one of the rolling jokes in, in the United States is that only people, how do you tell if someone's from Wisconsin is they know how to pronounce the towns in Wisconsin. Because <laughs> nobody <laughs> fucking. My like, mate. All our my ta- from, um, North, no, sorry, Kira. No, just all of our all of our towns are either named for like the natives and the tribes and stuff like that, or they're named by French fur yeah. traders, and like that's it. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so, so like, in New Zealand, we've got tons of Māori town names because obviously New Zealand is very big on our um, indigenous culture, which is great. You know, I think yeah. it's fucking fantastic. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like for example, in schools, we learn um, kids learn to know. Marty. I mean, I don't know barely enough to actually hold a conversation, but I know some of some important key phrases and words. Um, but yeah, no, it's cool. I like that. Well, I, I, I um, one have... thing, so one thing you mentioned is like, so there's like a southern dialect that like their their accent grates on your nerves. Um, one of my German <laughs> friends, and and this has been corroborated oh, by a no. couple by a couple like other German uh, chat, chat gangers there. Um, yeah. That apparently there's like a southern dialect in Germany where they just like they can't stand yeah. their language either. And yeah. so and of course then we've got southern like sort of, you know, you know, uh, we've got the, the southern sort of uh, you know, the redneck. And uh really all I'm hearing is that every country has rednecks. <laughs> and uh no, no, it's not like, um, So and, in the case of southern Germany, I think he's talking about people from Bavaria. Yes. Because there's actually two different dialects in Germany. So there's Hochdeutsch and Bleibdeutsch. And yeah. they're two different well so like um, they've got d- d- different ways of speaking it. But yeah, so like um a lot of Germans I know refer to Bavaria as North Austria because they speak very <laughs> similarly to um Austrians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. There's a well, bit of a if you want to piss so so kicker, if you want to piss off piss off someone from Waukesha, it's pronounced Waukesha. Say Wakisha instead. You just fucking you'll you just watch their eyes turn red. It's amazing. So say Wakisha, <laughs> Wakisha. But uh, yeah, we... <laughs> well, no, yeah, New Zealand definitely has its rednecks, not to the extent of you, you know, system sort sort of thing. It's more of a well, actually, no, I lie. There, there probably are those. Hill, hill, hills have eyes, my motherfucker. You know, but um. No, nah, it's mostly just farmers. Do you know what I mean? Because New Zealand is an agricultural nation. You know, we've got right. farms. But like for example, where I live, 
there is a farm right across the road and there's a farm on the other side of the road you know there's farms fucking everywhere i mean like yeah a lot of our po population lives in our cities but there's farms fucking everywhere forests everywhere new zealand is a green place um be a south, south island is mainly agricultural so mainly farming and tourism because we've got big alps oh you shot lord of the rings there let's go there and they go down there and take pictures of rohan flag and shit i i have to know how you said eau claire before because eau claire is that's one of the easy ones because that's so, so that would be the french that would be the french fur trade eau claire would be you know it means clear water right so yeah yeah all of all of our townships sorry kicker here has just moved to madison and uh uh, is 100% confirming what I said about Wisconsin town names. <laughs> 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 Took me a month to say Eau Claire correctly. <laughs> See, Eau Claire is where I went to college. So I went to UW-Eau Claire. Um, you know, when in doubt, mm -hmm. go to Stout. And if you can't go there, go to Eau Claire. Like... Oh. Except Eau Claire's got the better test scores. Fuck you, Stout. So college, <laughs> you guys would like to university, right? So What's it's that? like after high school, you go to college and yes, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, degree? you can what? choose to go. Basically, um, you you sort of um, yeah. <laughs> the American progression is like you you go to you, you finish high school, which is you know twelfth grade is your senior year, and then you have a decision point. You can join the military, go into trade school to you know try to become like an apprentice. Uh, you can go into associates program which is also kind of where you might do trade school or nursing or something like that or you can go to university and uh the but, military will pay you everything else you've got to pay for so uh, fair enough so that's yeah uh, it's a bit that is by design i imagine because uh we just we would rather you join the military and then just come and work as a country but i don't know um because like i'm in, in new zealand so like so, so like obviously we've got, got a normal schooling. You, 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 I mean, pro, you know, kindy, pro, pro, primary school, which is your kid, you know, small kid. Then some people go to intermediate, which is it's like 11 to 12. So you only spend two years there. And then you go to high, high school for the rest of it until you're about 17, 18. And then you either get enough credits to go to university, in which you have to get into a of student debt or you get a scholarship, and, okay, or you so just I'm, go I'm good, and do, do whatever. I'm, I'm happy to know that that's the same. I mean, I wish I could go back and, and rather than my, my grandpa actually stopped me from going into the military. I, I don't know that I've told this yeah, story yeah, on, yeah, Rant, yeah. on Rantcast, but I think I told yeah, you. Yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, I, so I, I, I was, I graduated right, right when um, Afghanistan uh, happened. Um, and my grandpa yeah. is a Vietnam, uh, Vietnam veteran. Uh, he was actually a sailor. Um, he, he, what he did is he drove the boats in for evac. So that's what he did. He drove the the little like the fucking pontoon boats, whatever the fuck they are, the the, sk the skibs, um, they uh, for driving through fucking swamps because it's just one big swamp. Um, so he 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 drove and he drove evac. Um, and uh, I was he found out I was going to go into uh, the air force, um, because I, I had the test scores and everything. Um, and uh, smart he, man. He well. They get paid more money to stay on the same basis as other people. <laughs> also, yeah, I wanted, no, also I, I've always been obsessed with space. And, like, for a small period in time, I thought, coming out of high school with my... Even though I've only ever wanted to be a writer, there's that small part of me that was like, if space travel becomes, like, ubiquitous, it's going to be the pilots mm. that get to do it. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. So, like, I just... So, that's, so that's what I thought. Um... And my grandpa called me up basically in tears. I've never heard this man cry. 
I guess he's cried twice mm. in his life. Once when I was born, and once when he, he found out I, I had just uh, talked to the recruiters and taken the test. Uh, I was about to go off to the military, and he called yeah, me and said, yeah. he said, don't do it. Um, I got to put it in perspective that I'm the oldest of all the grandkids. I was the first born. Um, he, uh, the story goes that when I was born, he walked around the hospital going, that's my grandson, that's my grandson, and carrying me around. Um, so my, my, um, my grandpa is one of the coolest dudes in the fucking world too, by the way. Um, I, yeah. I, I think I get the gift of gab from him because he's just, he is just a shit talker. I mean, he's, he's a fucking sailor. Like, and then when he was done being a sailor, he came and he, he became a, he became a road sailor, which is a trucker. So he's just like, you know, my first cup of coffee was from that man when I was like fucking, I don't know, man, like five years old or something like that. Um, <laughs> so it's, so I used to actually sit in the truck and pull the, pull the horn and uh, like, you know, just blast bat bat. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I don't know, but yeah, he, he actually stopped me. So then I ended up going, uh, going to uh, college, college instead. And, uh, did the fashion Good. thing, and so that's that's what I did. That, that's that's my that's kind of my story. Um, but I think about going back and redoing it because the heaps of debt that I I still have. I'm fucking 35 years old. I just bought a house, and I have like fucking debt up the ass. Um, you own a house, man. That's better than me. I well, don't even own a functioning laptop. Do you, do you know how I did it though? <laughs> do you know how I did it? Um, I stopped eating avocado toast. It it dawned on me. If I didn't oh, eat avocados, no. I could buy a house. That's all I put in place. Yeah, that's what Stopping it was. Avocados. Yeah, I'm like, if I just don't, if I buy cheaper beer, you know, none of those, none, none of those lame ass IPAs, um, and mm. I, uh, and and I don't eat avocado toast, then I, then I could, then I just, as soon as I found that out, I just like, boom, house done. That's how, that's how easy it is, everybody. Yeah, there you go. Exactly that. Stop, stop doing all those frivolous things you like like doing and just buy a house team you know but i mean it's really hard to buy a house in new zealand right now actually well uh, actually i like it depends on where you're buying so if you're buying in any of the major centers you're going to have to shovel that all um to the fact that because i mean i'm trying to get posted to auckland at the moment uh, auckland's about god six to eight hours drive north mm. from w w where i'm living right now and my son lives up there with, with his mum so you know i haven't seen him for about five months and um so i'm try trying to get posted up there so so I, I can be with him and i'm never going to be able to buy a house up there because up there the average house price is about a mil Jesus. a million dollars yep yeah i don't know what the about a million dollars on dollar dues to 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 u.s currency but a million just that's amazing uh, about oh, 600 maybe seven hundred thousand, maybe american if you uh, i don't know that's me pulling numbers in the mouth. Oh, man, yeah. I don't, I don't, a million of anything is too much. <laughs> like, yeah. A million of yeah, anything. Way too much, really. Much. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, so, so, I mean, like, yeah, so that's like, I'm never going to be that's able to like afford three it. New, that's like three more armies, man. That's, yeah, I know, right? Especially <laughs> New Zealand. <laughs> Maybe it's like two and a half armies. Yeah. Well, cause I mean, like, um, things that I discovered an amazing thing, which has allowed me to build this glorious co army that, that I own, is um, there's a thing called Afterpay, which is fantastic. So I pay like, yes, yeah, so it's split up into four payments every fortnight. You pay a quarter of the price, and, and you get it instantly. You get you get the stuff, and you just pay it off 
Mm. Let me buy some. Okay. Which is great. No, no, kicker. Mm. It's okay to buy coffee. Coffee is American. <laughs> uh, it's avocado. It's that lame, weird avocado toast that comes over from like yeah. California with their weird surfer hipsteriness or whatever the fucking issue was. For those of you in New Zealand who are clearly watching the show, um, one of our news programs uh, said that if uh, American, like you know, like uh, our this gen uh, millennials could afford houses if they just quit eating fucking avocado toast. That was the was that's the joke I'm working at with here. <laughs> was it Fox? Ah, uh, yeah, duh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> it had to be fucking. Yeah, it was. Anyway, <laughs> hey, like really freaking Rupert Murdoch's not ours. Uh, I know he's not New Zealand's either, but I feel like you're guilty by association. So, t like, no, 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 we have um, we have the likes of Mike Hosking's uh, Duncan Garner who just shit on like I'm like I'm. It's no allusions to the world right now that we're winning in the COVID fight. So you know, like for three days we had zero cases the the swigs and zero confirmed cases we had one case but that was actually confirmed weeks ago they just hadn't actually confirmed it yeah so she's it recovered board, basically yeah 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 so i'm pretty sure we're at like 95 percent of all of our cases have actually recovered and unfortunately we had 21 deaths but that's out of like almost 1500 people that actually got infected uh, um so now we're actually starting to... yeah. You, how, yeah yeah how yeah, many yeah, deaths yeah. Does new zealand have 21 all up like 21 not 21,000 like 21 no 21 people so uh um... and that's mainly because we locked down really fucking quick and we nailed it on the butt i mean like in like four weeks ago we had like 80 something cases a day and then within a couple of weeks it just went boom 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 because we locked down everything was locked down and we've beaten it we've fucking beaten it um and so, but things that Duncan Garner and Mike Hoskins, they're shitting on the government saying that they're inept, saying that it's tyranny, all this kind of shit, pr pretty much parroting what American conservatives are saying in the United States and trying to put it into a context here. But it doesn't work. So, we don't have the same governmental system. So you, it doesn't you, fucking work. So like- You know, we have those boys here too. Don't, don't worry. We have right-wing dicks here too. As I'm sorry, no, not, I, I, I shouldn't say right-wing dicks. I don't, I, I, I've said before, like, I'm, I'm cool. Like I, I, um, I don't care if you're conservative, liberal or otherwise it's, I don't like, like if you're stupid. Um, I, yeah. like, like, and that's the thing. like, I don't like it. So like the, the anti-vax movement, I, there are oh. like, like the political yep. spectrum is a fucking circle, not a line. There are people on the far yep. left and the far right that are both anti-vax. One is, yeah, fuck you, no government can tell here. me to, to vaccinate my kids. And the other is, they cause yeah. autism. You're both stupid. Yeah. Like, that's just, we, like, we, that, we, that's, we, that's, not, that's not politics. That's just, you're stupid. And then, like, you have to, like, make it polit political <laughs> by saying conservatives and liberals and derpy-derpy-derp. Like, come on. But, yeah, like, that's the same thing here, man. like, that's that's my thing. Like, I would love to to, like, have actual conversations with like i have conservative friends like i, I seriously do like like we have like but i like i i have like a lot of cons reasonable conservative friends where like we have conversations about taxes and like 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 and we just disagree on like how they should be allocated and like and and stuff like that it's like yeah. 
but we don't disagree about like weird fun like like we don't disagree about like i don't know people should be alive and like you know like we don't yeah. disagree about like those things um it's better to not murder a bunch of folks like and we don't like disagree. yeah exactly i'm like oh like, have you heard about the five jason oh gosh man i i okay i love a, i love a good conspiracy theory by the way so like like yeah. we're about to become this like <laughs> i i love conspiracy so, theories like, this is a guilty pleasure of mine oh, I, I love them funny as fuck so so like so there's been links okay so there were crazy people with absolutely baseless science like, and they keep saying on the facebook what we know so like according to scientific research and then you look at the scientific research and you've been debunked by actual scientists and they're saying that um that 5g cancer makes people's brains explode what was another one oh, that's right and that it caused COVID-19. And so people that's in New Zealand have been going around burning down cell, cell phone towers. People have been doing this in New Zealand. They've been burning down 5G towers. That's a hell thinking of a that some... Yeah. No, honestly, they are fucking going nuts. And they're burning down t towers. They're spreading shit about 5G. And it's like, dude... There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. You're literally complaining about 5G from your 4G phone. What the fuck is your problem? And they're all just going nuts about it. And I don't get it. Hey. Um, but no, yeah, we, we have our crazies here too. We really do. Um, hey. It's just that most of us talk, tell them that they're idiots and to fuck off. Yeah. And that usually works. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't not... want to go too, too deep in po politics here. No. People, people listen to Rantcast and not have to think about this shit um Sorry, <laughs> like it's, it, um like i i don't know it's it's i i, I think that our i don't know how it is in new zealand but i think successfully having made everything a political issue has meant that we can't even talk about i mean look at like the reality is like covid19 is going on it's a it's a public health crisis the entire world is is dealing with it apparently new zealand is just fucking a rock star 21 deaths compared to our 89 approaching 89,000 in America. Um, no, that's, there's, I mean, there's a lot of it's factors awful. in that. Um, yeah, they're right. the, 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 fact that, like, the fact that like, essentially like, I don't know, Australia was on fire and I know it's New Zealand, but you get some sort of resid, you get residual tourism too. Um, the fact that Australia was Are on you? fire stop like shut down tourism or, or during that essentially like that incubation period right so oh no um tourism is a massive part of our economy a huge part of our economy and we're feeling the brunt of it we really are economically but the government's rolling out stimulus packages will hopefully yeah bring us back not to where we were before because new zealand's economy was doing great before but no but no i i um, we, we talked about like the fantasy escape and like i, I think that's pretty sacrosanct like <laughs> If you, if, uh, dear chat gang, if you wish to know all of my political opinions, all you have to do is just like watch any one of my streams. Like I just get triggered and like and just <laughs> and just swear into a microphone for like one hour. Um, <laughs> but, um <it's, laughs> or apparently just get me in Discord after Ratcast and I'll just stay up until six a.m. just sputtering nonsense. Um, <laughs> oh, that was a good chat. Yeah. Uh, it was a great chat. It was a great chat, but it was it was interesting because like I, I mean that chat had like a, a spectrum of people on the political thing. And it's just like I'm like, oh, we're just having reasonable yeah. discussions right now, and like we disagree with each other, yeah. but I don't like disagree with you as a human. 
And I feel like that's what yeah. like politics have become is like, is like, I can't even agree with you as a human now because you believe in this thing that is different politics yeah. than my politics. And that's fucking crazy to me because it's just people. It's just fucking people. Some misguided people, some misguided in a different direction, and nobody fucking 100% knows everything on anything. So it, the rest no. of us are just acquiring information, changing our opinions as we go. <laughs> Best mm-hmm. night ever, says Fluke Skywalker. But yeah, um, but, but going... <laughs> so, so yeah, like, let's... Yeah, I mean... Let's go back to our fantasy escape. Is that fucking Something Hobbiton written on your on your forearm there? Is that like some sort of like the one ring language or some shit? What my arm? You have a tattoo uh, on your forearm. Oh yeah, that one. No, this is from years ago. Um, so I used to believe. I actually used to be a religious person up until a couple of months ago. Um, I used to follow the Asatru faith, which is based on Norse paganism. Um, and I was a part of a community of the religion, which is actively anti-racist and anti-Nazi. Mm. Um, it's called the T- T- TAC, and they're actually based out of California. And there are a lot of great people there, fantastic people, really well welcoming to anybody because the way that we thought of it was that the gods don't give a fuck about what skin color you are. They, they don't care. You know what I mean? But, but, but anyway, beyond that, but yeah, so essentially it's a religious thing. So, but it's um, it, it's an elder futark, which is Anglo-Saxon rune, um, and it says, "For those I love, I'll say." And I've got the me, old only me, here with horses because my unit's cavalry. Well, sorry, tech cavalry. So yeah, yeah. that's so, pretty rad. That's pretty. I hard. wish I had a Hobbiton tattoo because then I would really personify New Zealand in our image. Right, right. So how much you mentioned like New Zealand's population, like. How how do New Zealanders feel about like the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings? Are you like prideful about it, or do you just like hate <laughs> like hate it all? Like you just like yeah, why is this our identity now? Oh shit, he cut out again. Oh no, he's coming back. The Tango Monster knows n- anything on everything. I'm back. Um, welcome back. That was a that was fun. Um, yeah. So sorry, so, so you were asking me something about New Zealand's population. Yeah, yeah. How does like do does New Zealand like being associated with the how like the average New Zealander, not like the country because obviously tourism is you know money. Um, but I think does, we've embraced it as would, a joke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, because you know, because one, I mean, like for one, it put us on the map in regards to our scenery, um, and just the fact that New Zealand is and hopefully will continue to be a beautiful country. I mean, yeah, we've got our issues with pollution. Don't get me wrong, but we're actively we're, we're working to curtail that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, I think we just take the piss out of it because that's just our our per, like um, the collective New Zealand personality is that we take the piss out of ourselves quite a lot, and we like to make jokes. Uh-huh. So, like, we're, whenever you see something, and you know, like, for example, there's a YouTube channel called How to Dad, and it's a Kiwi guy. He's actually quite popular, and he. Yeah, and he does dad stuff, talks about parenting and stuff like that, but it's all Kiwi, really Kiwi. Mm. And he makes Hobbit and Lord of the Rings jokes all the time. But yeah, I just take, yeah, so we collectively just take the piss out of it. And we don't really care because it's cool. It's Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Fine. I don't mind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, like, Flight of the Concourse was was highly, highly, like, self deprecating, too. Like, there was a lot of self awareness in that humor. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That was Kiwi humor all through and through. 
fantastic. Oh, yeah. If you, if you haven't um, seen it, it's, it's fantastic. And if you watch anything made by Taika Waititi, it's it's all Kiwi humor. I mean, it's all that dry, really weird. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Explains why I get along <laughs> no, with like we don't folks from the upside with, with all the demigorgons from the upside down so well. Um. Definitely, yeah, <laughs> de- de- definitely. I love this one. I'd fuck one. I don't know about you. <laughs> demigorgon. I don't know you. Hey. I mean, so like, I feel like. I feel like head from a demigorgon could go either way. They could be the best well, or the worst. Like, because teeth are a problem well, they, in general. Like, <laughs> teeth are a problem for like in general in oral sex. Like, a demigorgon might be awesome at oral sex or the worst, depending on if if the demigorgon has figured out how to curl its like lip flaps. Yeah. Oh, just chuck it in a dress and a and some, you know, and some. Yeah, I just got. Lipsticks ju- I just. I just got jabated into my into my guest's sense of humor there, everybody. <laughs> I think... Uh, yeah, are... no, I'm just in a pretty warped sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, just kind of... Yeah. Uh, I think that overlords are best for Admech kit bashing. Admech being uh, uh, Adeptus Mechanicus. Is that 40k talk? <laughs> you know, um, the thing is that thing is like um you see that quite a lot because obviously they do share quite a, well not i wouldn't say that they share a lot lot of the same design philosophy but they kind of do purely with the fact that it's all technological and there's very actually there, there is no skin apart from maybe those weird priest dudes i don't know um yeah no um i mean like i'm um, the most i've seen is probably head swaps so so like the so like the um admix katari were with their Hooded things and their face masky, whatever. Yeah, no, nah, I think it's cool. Please do. I think I've seen something like that. I think I have. Yeah, it'd be sick as. Uh, sorry. Um, sorry. Um, what I was saying is like, uh, 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 Vanilla, no, I haven't seen your KO in hazmat suits. Go ahead and toss up a link there in chat so I can check them out. Um, and then I mentioned Bioshock conversions would be pretty metal. Uh, and then I mentioned that uh, that I don't uh, I don't really have any temptation to play 40k. Uh, but like if you know, in, in a multiversal theory sense, like say I go to answer my phone one day, and the 40k community is is just the aos community and the aos community is the 40k community um and like i'm i'm like well fuck this i'm not playing with these assholes anymore even if my favorite stuff is all in age of sigmar um i would jump yeah. over uh to 40k and i would get rid of my blood angels armies and i would play admech i haven't looked i am i tend to be a competitive player um i don't mm-hmm. know how fucking competitive they are i just know they look so mm-hmm. fucking metal i will make them competitive yeah. Like, 
Yeah, competitive. That, that, that whole tech... forty k. Sorry, Carol. Uh, that that whole tech priest of Mars, like the fucking Dune, like vibe. Like it's not like where Ko are are very aether punk, like very like aether magic yeah. punk. Um, like tech priests. I'm sorry, Admech are like are like pure cyberpunk. You know, like yeah. it's, it's so fucking cool. And like, and then they throw in like religious robes and stuff with the with the like the classic punk, like the robes might as well yep. be like might as well be trench coats, man. Like that's how punk it is. It's so fucking radical. Um, Don't a, mind the shaky shake camera. I'm just plugging my sorry. So my phone's about so, so sorry. I have to charge my phone. I'm keen to keep checking. I'm keen ugh, keen to keep chatting, but I am such a hobo that. The charger port on my phone is fucked, and I can't, obviously I can't afford to fix it or replace it. So I've got this old wireless charger that my mate gave me about two or three years ago. So I'm about to elastic band it to it and stand it up on its, you know, on the top <laughs> side so it's going to keep charging while I'm talking to you. So hold on a minute. I'm just going to turn off the camera for a minute and keep talking. All right. If it'll work. Off. Oh, why is it doing this? Dude, where'd you get these? Sorry, I'm home? still here. I'm looking at Alex's. Uh, I'm looking at Alex's KO real quick here. Where'd you get the, the yeah. like the hazmat helmets? Because those are pretty freaking metal. Oh, I think I've seen the Sami. All right. Anvil Industries, right on. But yeah, I I, I don't um. Yes, the rules of AOS and 40K are are different. Um. We talk about the shooting meta in, in Age of Sigmar. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, it's here. That being said, Age of Sigmar is a game of combat. Um, it is. It definitely is. It's, it's, um, it's a combat game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And 40k is not. I mean, that's the best way I can describe it. Um, a For, lot of, a, 40k, I wouldn't say that. Because um, there are a lot of assaulty armies out there, but I'm like, I guess a, a, lot, a lot of the game is spent shooting. But with the same vein, though, I mean, you are always going to get into combat in that game. You it's, almost will. I mean, that, that's my experience from playing it. It's, it's, a, very, it's a very macro game, though, is, is really like what I'm trying to get at. Is it's, 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 yeah, it's, yeah, it is. It's a very macro game, like zoomed out, you do the big move, you, you go in. It reminds me, like, it feels a little bit more like an RTS, where, like, you're just making, mac- like, you're, you have these big macro plays that are essentially, you know, your stratagems and stuff like that, where you're going to, like... Uh, sorry, what I meant to say is, like, what's 40k? <laughs> um, it's, it's, uh, the games are different enough. Uh, they really are. And Age of Sigmar, uh, when it gets right down to it, uh, I, I like the mythic fantasy. I just... Taste-wise, I like the mythic fantasy. I, I, Me too. Even, even if the communities were the exact same communities and the games were exactly the same, just with different skins on them, uh, I would I would still lean towards Age of Sigmar. That being said, Age of Sigmar yeah. has the better sculpts and uh, and more fun gameplay. So, shots fired, 40k. Suck it. Um, <laughs> nothing, nothing against you if you like, if you like 40k. I'm not here to yuck your yum. Go ahead. Love, love what you love. But forty uh, yeah, k sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yuck, yum. I fucking love that. 
that that's beautiful. I'm gonna take take that now yeah. and take it to work on Monday. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so so get, work get, on... get your Mephisto isms. Like get the get that shit trending in New I'm, Zealand. I've already got enough for work now. Can, I'm gonna say some horrendous shit at work on Monday probably. <laughs> well, to be fair, I always say horrendous. Hmm. Sounds like that's which part. sucks though, because I'm. Hey. No, go on. No, I was gonna say because like um like because I mean like probably the weirdest thing for me is that and it's actually pretty cool because i've actually um because i don't hide the fact that i'm a nerd i don't hide the fact that i play warhammer you know like guys ask me so what did you do this weekend oh, i painted some models and play, played some games none of them go ooh, like you're such a nerd they go oh that's cool bro you know none of them care and, and that's really refreshing you get you know I me mean? like i'm if i said that back in fucking high school guys would be like ooh, what the fuck? let's beat this kid up but to be fair, I'd be the one trying to fight them anyway, because I was yeah. an angry kid. But yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, no, nah, it's cool. I like it. Um, and the funny thing is, because like, um, like even today, because I'm in a leadership role, um, I'm always spying out for the nerdy ones. Who, who here play? Hmm. Who of you can I convert over to Age of Sigma? Yeah, I mean, I'm, and I've met a few. You know, I've tried to get them into the game. It's worked a couple of times, so including Dreamer down in the chat gang before. Got him into the game. I'll give him shit for that. Hmm. There is, there's my random thing. Vanilla, um, uh, uh, Alex here says, AOS was one of the best ways for me to make friends after moving uh, countries. I, 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 yes. and, and that's, I think that's true. Um, I, I, I said earlier on that I've made more friends in, well, now I guess it's like two years of tournament play. Um, three. I'd have to do math. I don't want to do math. Um, uh, it, but it, it, the, the truth <laughs> remains, like, one one full calendar year of tournaments, and I made more friends than I'd ever made uh, playing just Age yeah. of Sigmar than I ever had in, like, the other, the rest of the 35 years I've been a, I've been a nerd, basically. Like, just, you, you make friends, like, you... Like you, you, you're familiar. Like I'm, on, I have like familiar relationships with most people in AOS. But then, like you, you have that like icebreaker of Age of Sigmar, and then like you start to meet people mm. that you really resonate with. Like, like Tomb King Tristan, for instance. Yeah. Like he's a big basketball guy, and so it's like I met him because of Age of Sigmar. But then I find out he likes basketball, and like we have a deeper relationship. And you know, like you, you, fi I find that happens with Age of Sigmar, where you play Age of Sigmar. That's why Rantcast is the way Rantcast is, because yeah. like. I love Age of Sigmar as a as a fulcrum, as a as a as the central point, but I just but I, I, I like that nerds are diverse and they go beyond this one interest. And Age of Sigmar especially yeah. feels like the community where you just like you meet people who love Age of Sigmar and then you start to really resonate with people who like who who just jive on those like other levels than just Age of Sigmar. And that's what's beautiful about this game. Is Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I'm, I've met guys who are musicians because I love music. I've I've met heaps of guys that are into history because I'm also really into history. Um, yeah, all that kind of stuff like that. You know, I mean, it's it's a great thing. But the thing is, um, like I'm here's a wee story. So Sean Tubman, when I first met the guy, you like I'm things that you you look at him and you cannot tell that he's a fucking nerd. You know, he's this big, muscly Adonis dude, big fucking beard. He's a builder. You know, he drinks a lot. You know, he's a really great guy and everything like that. And 
Like, I remember the day that I saw him walking up the stairs into our old local game store here. I was like, <laughs> he's going to beat me up for my lunch money. Yeah. But he's like, hey, man, I'm Sean. I'm like, oh, hey, buddy. Yeah, it was, yeah, the yeah. weirdest thing. So, you know, there is no set demographic of nerd, yes. really, in my opinion. Because, you know, anybody can be a nerd. And Sean's just the perfect show of that. I fucking hate him for it. He hides it, though. Well, I think a lot of us... Uh, like nerd culture has shifted it's only recent that nerd has become uh popular acceptable yes acceptable yeah it's 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 this is a recent yeah. development um now it's it's very to be a nerd it's very recent this is yeah. this is a transition that happened in our lifetime but if you're a nerd mm. around the age of nerds who play age of sigmar like the primary demographic is probably uh mid to late 20s up through like 50s right like that's you're yeah. you're older you were old enough to have yeah. been a nerd when nerd wasn't cool. So there was some shame mm-hmm. associated with being a nerd. You had to hide it yeah. or be ostracized. So I hid that I was a nerd. When you met me, uh, I was the punk kid, you know, who said, you know, like I was the cool new kid in school. That was the most anyone ever got to know. I went to six different high schools. I was always the new kid. So I was just the cool yeah. new kid that nobody knew anything about. This helped people yeah. from ever discovering that I was a giant fucking nerd. And so I got to hang out with like the slightly cooler outcast crowds. Cause you know, fuck squares. But, uh, <laughs> you know, now that I'm older, like yeah. clicks seem clicks seem really funny to me. And when I was younger, I'm just like, like I was, I was in, I was constantly living in clicks and stuff because people do just judge you like that. And they put you yeah. in a box in high school. That really happened. Um, yeah. But as the cool new kid, quote unquote cool new kid i really wasn't that cool but you know as the new kid people are still sizing you so i was always the nerd kid but i was the angry nerd kid that got into a lot of fights so i didn't really like um as like i'm towards the later end of high school no one really fucked with me (laughs) which i feel really bad about you 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 you, you know i mean because i wanted to have that social interaction and i had my friends Mm -hmm. and i had my nerd friends but i was always fighting and being a dick yeah, yeah, you know, but I was always that nerd who was into Warhammer, and I was never ashamed of it. I never hit it, personally. Um, never but also, ash- I, was into- I was never ashamed of my nerd stuff, but it took a while for people to catch on, because I didn't broadcast yeah. it. It wasn't until college mm-hmm. that I really settled into my nerd persona. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, yeah. like, college is where, like, I joined Gamers Guild and uh, a club called Otaku Anonymous, or OA which is, uh, that's the weeb club. And that's where my moniker comes from is actually that weeb club. Because it's Otaku Anonymous. Oh, yeah. So nobody knows your real name in Otaku Anonymous. So you're nobody the first time you go. The second time, you when you go back, essentially, then you get your nickname that you're known by. Um, the yeah. thing with your nickname is uh, you submit to them a nickname you would like, and then they vote on whether you have it or not, or they change it. So, like, so somebody, like, for instance, wanted to be known as Iron Man. Um, well, their full nickname became Iron Man after after Master's Watch. Because one guy's nickname was Master, and he was wearing a watch called Iron Man. So the guy's nickname is Iron Man after Master's Watch. Because it's not, you can't be known as something cool like Iron Man. So then his nickname... <laughs> it sounds like a fucking cult. Yeah, and so his nickname then became Aphmas. Instead, so, like... So it's not cool. Well, my full nickname, my official title, and it's like a tribe called Quest or a pimp named Slickback. The whole thing every time is 
the magical Mr. Mephisto because it sounds like a magical bunny rabbit. <laughs> so the second time I go to this club, yeah, what is this? I'm just the teacher. Yeah, yeah. So so my so the nickname I submitted was Mephisto because I was huge into Diablo. Uh, there was an anime called Demon City Shinjuku, where the the one character in the red trench coat, his name was Mephisto. Uh, there's a Commodore 64 game that I really liked called Mr. Mephisto. Um, so my, my yeah. so I said Mephisto, and then like, well, Mr. And then like, uh, my friend Neil, his nickname is Neil before Zod. By the way, he goes by Neil. Um, that's yeah. his nickname. Uh, he goes, he goes. <laughs> well, he should be the magical Mr. Mephisto, and like that. So that's the joke. So, oh, fair enough. So I'm Mephisto. Yes, fair enough. So yeah, I'm, so that's how Mr. Mephisto actually came to be. So fast forward several years, um, and uh, you know, I'm Twitch is becoming a thing. This is right off the surge of Justin yeah. TV. They've switched over to Twitch. Uh, I am ch- as yeah. a chatter, I'm known as one. Uh, like I had a different name, uh, and uh, so now I decide that I I don't want to just like chat and hang out with communities. I want to actually be a streamer. Um, so. I have to, I, 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 I thought a long time and then I realized like, oh, I should just go by Mr. Mephisto, like the nickname I've had forever. So it's not a self gloss. <laughs> and then Vince gave me the other moniker, which is the most dangerous man in Age of Sigmar. Uh, so that was Vince. <laughs> I always wondered what it, where that came from. You don't know where that one comes yeah. from? That comes from uh, the OBR episode. Um, uh, people were like um, throwing shade at me in the OBR episode comments and stuff. And like, we had a private conversation and he, he just, like, joked that I'm the most dangerous man in Age of Sigmar because of my crazy opinions. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, um, like, I'm going to say something and you're not going to like it and it's going to make you feel shook and uncomfortable. Like, how's it going? How, how's it going, Eggs? Hey. So now that you know the I secret, now that you know the secret to where my name comes from. I, I know the secret. You know the secret, of yeah. Your weird, your weird... Anime loves something cult and cult. Uh, uh, you know, Mef's, Mef's not a weeb, yo. <laughs> not a weeb. Um, okay. No, see, like, that's the thing. Uh, like, I'm, I'm not a weeb because I don't know shit about anime anymore. There was a period in my yeah. life where I did. But in order to be yeah. a full weeb, like, you have to be you have to be the actually guy of weebs. Like, you, you have to, like... You have to like push your glasses up and say, "Well, actually," and then like correct me on anime. And I just like I don't know enough about it to do that anymore. There was a yeah, time where I, I watched a shit ton, but like I've already seen the best anime ever made. It's called Cowboy Bebop. I don't need to watch any nah, more man, anime. I've only ever watched one anime series full to its completion, and that's Evangelion Neon Genesis, and that's the only one I like because it's fucked up, bizarre. I like. It. That's me. Well, that's I mean, the only like I, I never really got, I never really got anime. It just isn't my thing. It's just a show. But it's just a TV show. Like, yeah, it's got it's animated, but like, I mean, I was already watching worse animated stuff when I was a kid, like uh, TMNT. <laughs> Fucking love TMNT. Go back and watch the like old like TMNT Thundercats episodes. They're not well oh, animated. Yeah, man. Nah, like I'm, I grew up with that shit because obviously my, as I said, ages before my sister's were older than me, so I grew up with old eighties Transformers. Um, if you if you remember, like what was it, Dino Riders, where where they had like those like dinosaurs with like big guns on them and shit like that. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I grew up yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I grew up with it. 
It was great. See, Fantastic. I, That's see, why I fucking hate the Transformers movies today. I cannot stand them. Because in the first movie, I was like, where the fuck are the Energon cubes? Where is it? Nowhere. You're fucking lying. You know, that kind of shit. And Charlotte buffs a cut. <laughs> no, I... I, I probably, uh, Professor Eggs, uh, Xavier says uh, his first anime was Ninja Scroll. Um, I watched... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I rented Ninja Scroll from, fam, from family... Uh, from family video um because the fam- family video in town had sh- like an anime section and it was fucking radical um but no i, I had um the first anime i saw was probably like like robotech slash macross um or like galaxy express um like i'm i was were i to have stayed a weeb i'd have been an old school weeb like where you i, I, I was I was in a VHS mailing club for fuck's sake, where where we mailed each oh other VHSs of anime with like fan subs. Uh, that's how fucking deep nerd I went with that shit. God, yeah. that's so fantastic. Yeah, I haven't seen a VHS in fucking years. I've I've got some laying around here in my office, and we we I have a so I've got the like uh, I don't know if you remember this, but like there's the gold box of a uh, star of uh, Star Wars vhs's that came out which were like the kind of the first re-release of star wars but it still has han shooting first and uh so i've held on to those like they're fucking contraband because han solo still shoots first in them and any dvd you fucking buy they've ruined that scene (laughs) yeah they've oh it's fantastic i love it good on you yeah i wish i had that yeah, like I think a, a lot of people got into anime directly because of Cartoon Network, though, and I think that's where most people, yeah. like, my age, trace their lineage. And I was the slightly older guard than that, though not as old a guard as like my uncle or or like some other folks who are like hardcore in anime. I don't know. I just I don't say I grew out of it. I just it it you gotta you gotta waste a lot of time with anime to get the good anime mm-hmm. because it's not like. Yeah. It's such a broad category. It's like saying, I like movies. Well, okay, cool. Like, I fucking love movies, too. But, like, you're, there's a lot of shitty movies. There's a lot of shitty anime. And to, like, screen... You gotta be part of fandoms, and you gotta, like, have people tell you what's good, and you gotta import it, oh, and you fuck. read manga so that you're ahead of the curve and shit, and, like, and you gotta get hipstery. With, I, like, ah! Like, who's got energy for something yeah, like that? Now, excuse me, I'm gonna go paint f- uh, for 40 hours uh, on one model. Well, I judge yeah. other people's interests. <laughs> yeah, I was actually—I was going to say before the way that I'm painting these KO Vince Ventrilo would have a fucking heart attack. Why is I'm that? telling you now. Why is that? Oh, well, it's, it's a hard one because, like, I'm a speed painter naturally, mm. um, but and I cheat a lot. Um, but I know that I could do a lot better with my painting if I just spent more time on them. But I just. For some reason, I can't. I have to get them out the door as quickly as I can. So the way that I dry them is I have a heater up on my bench right there. And I, yep, and I dry the paint like that and I jump on. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. But my army doesn't look too bad in my opinion. I mean, there's a lot more I could do with it. It's just over there. But, um, yeah, I think he'd fucking hate me. I no I'm no sorry. See, Vince wouldn't hate you uh because he'd be happy that you're painting and I think that's really there he is there it is any painted oh, model even... is better than an unpainted model I don't hate you at all 
There he, you summoned him by saying his name three times uh, yeah. to chat gang there. Summon. Yeah. No. I, yeah, cause like, I, mean, I actually own an airbrush. Uh, my, my, my mate, Seth Goomboss, he um he actually gave it to me for free. But, well, actually, no, not for free because I've been painting all this shit. Um, because he doesn't like painting, apparently. And so I paint his armies. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I know, but I just haven't really gotten the either the time or the will to really use it. I mean, I probably will once I move. I'll have more time to myself with the new trade I'm going into. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And yes, Vince, I watch all your painting videos. I love them. You're a fucking god to me. Good work. Yeah. Keep doing it, please. Yeah, he's... Uh, yeah. Uh, little Little does any... Uh, no, I think I've, I've already uh, I've already told this, uh, this story a couple times on Rantcast, but treat every episode like it's somebody's first episode. So... Um, the reason Rantcast mostly exists is because is is it's a complicated uh, story. I won't get into, but the the format for Rantcast is me just ripping off Vince Venturella's first half hour of the show <laughs> and just making that three hours. The part where they never where they yeah. where they don't talk about the subject that they have that's my favorite yeah. part. <laughs> and the hard part <laughs> is trying to have a subject that allows me to not talk about the subject, like Ko. So welcome everybody. Thanks for listening to us not talk about Karadran Overlords all night on the Karadran Overlords episode. Hey, we're talking about Kale a bit. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. little bit. All right, yeah. man. Uh, I am going to have to wrap, wrap this up. I have a, uh, I have a yeah, soulbound-related engagement to get to. More on that later, everybody, if you want to see some soulbound content coming from me and some, some others. Uh, yeah, if folks want to follow your, 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 uh, your journey through several armies in a year and so on and so forth, or maybe find out more about how much you love KO. Where can they find you? So you guys can find me on Twitter. So at AOS homie stump, or just look up the hobby hobo. Um, other than that, you can uh, join up on the carriage and overlords Facebook page. Just search up carriage and overlords age Sigma and you'll find us. We're the biggest one. Um, and if you do, please, for the love of God, answer the question in the comment because a lot of people don't and I reject them just because we don't the but yeah no, you can find me on Twitter and you can find me on Facebook and I'm more than ha- happy to talk with any of you about KO and stuff. right on right on and is there anything you want to put on blast anything you want to shout out um I'd like to shout out to Notorious Age of Sigma the podcast uh, it's run by as I said before my good friend Sean Tubman and his uh, uh, and the other Sean Tom Bates or Big Sean. Um, they do great stuff. They talk a lot about the New Zealand uh, community and a lot about the gay game in general. They're both masters level players. They're fantastic dudes. Give them a listen. They're on Podbean and iTunes. And also the Ethercast too. Listen to the Ethercast if you're interested in um, encouraging over. Yeah, very, very focused uh, content there. Like, I, I see uh, two seasons every episode, Karadrid Overlords. Come on. I mean, that's if, yep. if this is your army. Uh, there, you're gonna get some really deep insights. I I see you, Tom. I'm coming. <laughs> all right, all right, guys. I gotta go. I gotta go run session zero for uh for Warhammer Weekly Woe Strength Rant. Soulbound. I don't know. There's it's a bunch of it's it's a bunch of content creators. We're, we're gonna do some some soulbound stuff. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so I gotta go do that session zero. Next week will be session one, actually, and, and we are going to stream that. So I guess I just self shouted out there. Uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out. Bye, Chat, guys. gang.
Chat gang, thank you so much. You're the show within the show. You're the reason we do this thing. Thank you so much. I'll catch you all later.